Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday night TI call that we're doing. I'm Neil Chevrier, your moderator for the evening. There are many people targeted in the U.S. and other countries with electronic weapons and organized stalking. It is my mission to expose this technology, the people using it, and claim our right to the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness for all people. It's also my mission to give empowering knowledge and support to the many under duress from this illegal, inhumane program. If I have to mute the whole conference call because of too much background noise, then you hit star 8 on your phone to request to be unmuted to ask a question or interact in a conversation. Uh, Usually I don't do that. I just get everybody to use the star 6 feature. So when you hit star 6 on your phone, it'll mute you, and then you can hit star 6 again, and it'll unmute you so you can interact. And that way you can rattle pots and pans and, you know, do whatever you want to do without making background noise. If you're using a speaker phone, it causes an echo uh, that feedback loops through the call. Uh, so you can use your speaker phone. That's fine because that's good that you're keeping your phone away from your body as much as possible. But please use star six to avoid that echo from happening. Uh, for those who are new here, you can log on to w.talkshoe.com and put in the call ID for this call, 134999, if you want to join the chat room or listen from your computer without calling in uh, through your computer speakers. And you can call in, too, if you want to use your phone. Um, the views of the callers are not necessarily the views of this call or me but you will find many kind, supportive people on our calls and a variety of people that need to express their frustrations and perspectives. Please be kind to each other. Have tolerance and patience with each other to help facilitate our progress and fulfill our mission. Remember, it's the diversity and the unity of our group that bring empowerment for everyone. Keep in mind the motives of those perpetuating these crimes and the technology they use to divide, conquer, and control. Their typical strategies are diversion, disinformation, and negativity. Much of these effects are from frequency warfare and thought control being implemented to cause these undesired effects. It is through compassion and mutual effort that we will accomplish our goals. Be part of the team. Become a targeted individual warrior and spread the truth far and wide so positive change can be implemented. I'll do my best as your moderator to make sure everybody gets their turn to share tonight as long as it's in the best interest of our progress and fulfillment of our mission statement. Talking endlessly, changing the subject, and interrupting break the flow of healthy interaction. Get in the flow. Be polite and considerate so we can have a productive call. 
If you have an emergency situation that you need to share, feel free to interrupt me and we'll do whatever we can do to help you. Otherwise, just wait for a good time to get in and you know, express what you need to express and we'll do what we can to help you. Please remember others are waiting to share too, so get to the point and allow any topics being discussed to finish before starting a new one. Thank you. Hey, Neil, this is Dave Case. Uh, I just wanted to touch on a subject that I've been researching for a long time, and that is uh, shape circuit technology. Uh, your television, you know, if you'll notice, there's many, many really fast graphics being flashed at us, and uh, I believe they're hiding information in our brains, and this is one way they can download it is through your television. In 1995, joint U.S. and European uh, scientists invented a non-consensual suicide uh, method, and all of the scientists went home and committed suicide. So the military used their own invention on them, and they used it through a video monitor to download it through the eyes. And they found out that uh, television rewires the brain and causes attention deficit disorder in children. And it's really a very, very dangerous device. And I just wanted to let everybody know, you know, exactly how dangerous it is. Yeah. Hey, Neil. I have a comment on that. Go ahead. Um, I believe that television is, yes, we have um, become entrained, and there's many video games, and there's many things that we can be watching, and there's a lot to discern. However, thanks to God, Lord, that we still live under, we still have choice. And if our intuition, if we're meditating, and we're really listening, and we're praying, and we're watching a show that can inspire us, um, make us maybe a little more brave, a little bit more courageous, maybe a little bit more loving, I think you really have to discern. I don't think that TV is all bad, and I don't think that it should be said as all bad. I think that it does need to be monitored, and I think that if you do anything 24-7 without a balance, it's going to disrupt your life. That's all I need to say about that. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to say something quick, Neil. That the guy that ran the Church of Satan, this is See the Light, Anton LaVey, when they got TV set up and every house pretty much had a television, he says, we now have a satanic altar in every home. So, I mean, there has been a, a plan to bring that into the home and bring, like, the derogatory type of uh, programming to uh, demoralize people, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it is true, and it is a mixed bag, as she's pointing out. I mean, you could be inspired by a a movie or something that's really helping you, um, but it is the realization that they could manipulate people by flashing popcorn and milk duds and Pepsi-Cola right before intermission in a, in a theater when you go to see a movie. So there is subliminals, and we are seeing the the up-and-coming generations that are now 20 years old and in military positions and working for alphabet agencies uh, not, not only have the manual dexterity to control a drone through a PlayStation controller, uh, but also have the emotional detachment to causing pain, suffering, and death upon a stranger. 
And this has been that, part of the subliminal programming that's happened through video games and some of the TV. You know what else? I'd that's like to the say evil about the part TV, of it Neil. I'd like to say that the TV machine is a social engineering machine, and we don't know if any of it is even true. Uh, if you remember in the book 1984, whatever it was, the book Brave New World, they had everybody trapped in their house, and they just fed them propaganda all day long about how dangerous it was out in the streets so they wouldn't leave their houses. That's kind of where we've devolved to, actually. We don't know what we hear on TV is true anymore. So much of it could be garbage. We have no real proof. And, the, and with that, that name that that fellow just brought up, he also is associated with uh, Michael Aquino. And Michael Aquino, who also was a Satanist, was in the military. He was at Fort Bragg, and he was involved with spoon bending and things of that nature with Paul Vallelay, who in, who both of them were generals. They wrote a paper. And it doesn't really matter. They, and, what and matters they, is and they, and they talked about electronic warfare through the TV to harm you. Let her finish, no matter, please. You know Let her finish, please. Let her finish. One at a time, please. Just take a deep and, breath. And in the paper in the paper that they wrote talks about if this stuff ever hit mass media and everything was within the same frequency, we would have World War Three. And and the reference that Neil had made to Hitler is very true. That was one of the things that Hitler did is he made his own radio and he used that on the German people to get them to do some of the bidding that they did. That was how he was able to mind control them. And this stuff is real as far as the mass media and as far as electronics and technology. It comes right down through, you know, from satellite to your cell towers through the Gwen and then it, it mixes, and it, you get your 60 hertz, and then it repeats because they actually have devices that they can put on police cars and fire engines and other things, and they can repeat the signal, and then, and then it interfaces with your, electro, with your electricity. And that I brings it down you, into the hertz, that brings it down into the hertz range. Uh, completely, but you're going on and on, and I just want to let you know that I agree with you. However, this is something that I never knew, and I just found out about probably two months ago. They can actively send you microwave. They don't do it in frequencies. I sat by a guy in a plane that gave me four companies that I've investigated in the last month where they can send you microwave, basically fry your brain to death through the TV. It doesn't matter what you're watching. It doesn't matter if you're addicted to sports. It doesn't matter if you're watching Ion TV. It doesn't matter if you're watching Showtime. It matters whether they want you targeted or not. That's what matters. And if you are one of those people that they want to send that microwave energy through, they're going to do it. And that is what we have to stop. Exactly. Yeah, I and that's, I and to, that's I, why we are all researching. Yeah. Really smart is, is by all of us researching it and talking about it. And that's why I'm bringing up the things that I have. Because there's been a bunch of people that have been researching it for a long time. Yeah. And, and have... 
and have come to the fact that it is coming through the electricity in the house and it does come from satellite and it can also be natural and it comes into our brains goes zero to zero to 60 hertz and so they they choose whichever frequency that they want to and they can manipulate it's the frequency, frequency within it yeah, is a frequency. The man I talked to on the airport, on the airplane, said it is not a frequency. It is a push-through. They see you. They know who you are. They want to hurt you. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, I will give you the names of the companies, and you can look them up yourself. I don't have yeah, to look them up myself. Oh, I have a question I'm for an that engineer. Lady. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to control the room because... <clears throat> There's a little too much diversion going on tonight, so if you're involved in this conversation, go ahead and sit, hit star 8 on your phone, and, and I'll keep a few people unmuted so we can interact in a healthy way. And this is just a reminder, um, <laughs> many MK Ultra people, one of their symptoms is talking at 100 miles an hour, which is good in some ways, because um, you can say a lot in a quicker time, but... But on the other hand, it can kind of hype up the energy on the call too much. So just take a few deep breaths. Oxygen is really a good calming agent. And try to slow down a little bit and get in the flow. Um, I don't ever stop people from saying things as long as it's productive for everybody. So you will get your chance to speak and, and quite likely be unmuted to interact in the call. Uh, if there's interrupting, I will find you, and, and I won't put up with it. I let it happen a couple times. Then it starts to be detrimental to others on the call. So exercise the golden rule. Thank you. Yeah, I had a question for that lady because what I use is HDMI cable. So if I'm watching something on YouTube and I have the HDMI cable hooked up to my TV, can they send me signals through that my TV? Yes, they can. Remember, uh, I'm, they I'm can a TV, do... I'm a TV uh, repairman, and this is Dave Case again, and uh, I uncovered evidence that the FCC uh, makes TV uh, manufacturers unshield sections of their TVs, all TVs. Uh, they have to accept outside interference, though it may be undesirable. And what this is, uh, if you make a TV properly, you shield all the electronics and nothing can interfere with it. But the FCC requires that they do not shield certain sections of the television, and I've taken many, many apart, and what this is for, uh, the military has Delta Force airplanes, and they can uh, take over any television they want at any time. That's just one method. So, you know, this is a very, very porous device that is not shielded, and it's designed that way on purpose for these experiments. And do you have some input on the flat-screen TVs? Uh well, a, a better know, medium for them to do this through. They all electronics are uh, in bed with the CIA. All manufacturers, uh, you know, it's a common thread in, in all of your home electronics. You know, there's back doors, 
to manipulate all of your electronics. And like I say, I uncovered an actual FCC rule, and you must make your television able to be experimented on by not shielding it. Oh, God. So, Dave, does do you have a year that that began? A year? Pardon me? Do you have a year that that began? Uh, I have an yeah. older flat screen. Yes, in 1965, they made the first IC chip, and the CIA met with the manufacturer behind closed doors, and they only released one sentence because it was top secret. And they said uh, the the transistors on this new IC chip uh, are not just switches but part of subsystems. So essentially, all IC chips have hidden electronics on them. So it started in 1965 with the home electronics. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Can they do anything with the capacit with the capacitor of a TV to actually allow? If they do any type of manipulation on the capacitor, does that give them also a way to uh, listen? No, not a capacitor, but, you know, uh, all the electronics, uh, you know, the images, too, going into your eye, uh, they've done so much research. In the 60s, they found out if they flash a green light, a white light, and then a green light, you don't remember the white light. So it's it's so intense when you watch television and, like, football games, the graphics, and they found out since the television causes attention deficit disorder, that's, you know, when your kids are running around, they can't sit still, that's because they've been watching television at a young age, and it rewired their brains. Well, the, the, the TV stations are playing faster and faster and faster videos and graphics because they say, well, everybody has attention deficit disorder, and we can't keep them on one channel, so we got to speed it up. <laughs> So it's like a big spiral. Everybody's getting sicker and sicker and sicker in their uh, neuron function because of the television. I can tell you this is true because yesterday morning, beginning in the morning, I was visiting a friend's, and it was a flat screen, but not a smart TV, an older flat screen, and it began to do very strange things. In other words, the speech became interrupted uh, in and out, in and out, but quick, 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 quick. And then all of a sudden, all the channels became out of whack. None of them were in the right place. And this all happened so quickly. This was not, I could see from, you know, working with all these kinds of things over the years, this was not accidentally done. My my television next door was absolutely perfect. There was nothing happening to mine. But his was all going crazy in all ways. I believe this is exactly what David Case is talking about. And I thought myself firsthand. Yeah, go ahead, Luda. Finish. So, so what I was just saying that this is so easy for anybody to get into these televisions. I have a television. I don't have uh, a newer television, and I have it facing the wall because I don't need to see it. And um, consequently, I, and I don't even turn it on most of the time. I don't really use a television. But um, I can see where these televisions nowadays are exactly what Mr. Case is saying because um, this was so crazy. I never saw anything happen 
like my life. And there's one program that this person watches that he pays for, a farm RFD station. That station all of a sudden said that it was not available. I looked on my Sirius satellite radio, and it was coming in perfectly clear. So it, you can see how individual custom programs are being made to suit certain uh, reasons for targeting. And uh, this was so obvious to me yesterday, I didn't want to expound upon it in that apartment, but I could see it myself. And I feel very sad for what's going on. And if people are not aware of this and how we can be accessed, they better wake up and smell the coffee because I saw it. Does he have cable, uh, regular uh, antenna, or does he have dish? No, we have um, regular cable, Time Warner. Um, okay, so boy. No dish. We don't have any dishes here. It's not allowed. And it's it's a cable in one room. Everybody's cable system is in one room, which can be easily accessed by perpetrators. Just like all the smart meters are for 50 apartments are in one room, which can easily be accessed by perpetrators. So, And there are perpetrators wandering around this building 24-7. So consequently, I, I see what's going on. There's not a lot you can do against it, but try to defend yourself as far as I'm concerned because I can't change them and I can't kick them out, and they're just monsters. You're full of shit, Lighty. (laughs) I feel high that this Melinda is the same subject. Yes, they can interfere with the TVs. Everybody kind of knows that. They can, individually. Just like uh, people, I think visually, like a telephone operator in the old days. I'm going to make it just a little sample. Like a they say operator, then they pull out a little little switch and push it into another little bus. Of course, they're not doing anything that like that, I'm sure. But I'm just showing, saying that I support what's been said. I saw somebody whose home I went to, and I noticed something strange, too. Even if, I didn't comment about me being T.I. This is a while back. But even that person said, this is strange. That TV has never done this before. Yeah, there's more evidence. Uh, in 1996, 700 children fell to the ground shaking after watching Pokemon uh, in Japan. And, uh, in Japan. Yeah, they, it was a spinning red ball coming closer and closer to you. It was a cartoon. And uh, they tried to cover it up by saying uh, that all these children had epilepsy and they just accidentally hit the right frequency and caused them to go on an epileptic fit. But I I found out that uh, these were a lot of them were normal children, and there's dangerous frequencies. There's dangerous light frequencies and pulses that when your eye receives them, uh, it disorients and causes problems in your systems. I believe it. Right. Exactly. Uh, Neil. Neil. Hi. This is. This is Melinda. I did read something today. I think everybody should be aware of this. It's quite startling. I got a notice from my Department of Energy, DWP, that they're sending out LED light bulbs because they save so much energy and we'll be getting some free. Well, I have not gotten mine yet. In Dr. Mercola's newsletter today, he said one of the greatest reasons that people are getting sick and going blind is because of LED lights. If you can pull up Dr. Mercola and get the article today on LED light bulbs, this is very serious. We're gonna, ha- you're gonna have to. Uh, you see, she I, this the is truth. right. This is what happens. So, so this is serious. So go to the dollar store and get all the incandescents you can. 
until they start remanufacturing them, it's going to be very hard to get light bulbs because you cannot use those fluorescent things because they have mercury. So this is really a huge, huge scandal. Um, I just put that out there. Go to on your computer, Dr. Mercola. And, and by the way, his newsletter is free. It's the first thing I read every morning. And he, he has some really good stuff. And he's really on the GMOs and he's on to what's, what they're doing to us. Um, oh, shut up, you schmuck. You know, <laughs> is that all you have to do with your life? Go get some LED bulbs and eat them. Anyway, my friends, uh, getting Turn back to, to the, the true thing. Get out of that. Uh, so anyway, keep that in mind. Keep going, man. Keep that in mind and, and, and get some good, healthy. In fact, he said the incandescents are rather good for you, but you do have to watch your energy oh, costs. There's a trade-up for a everything. Lot of things. This is a lot of things good. Like the TV can have some benefits that has been talked about. And just like the light bulbs, probably, obviously, you get to see. So it's something. It's just the people who decide to do bad with it. And they put in Yeah, you're right. But the LEDs are causing macular de- de- degeneration. I have two friends who have terrible eye problems all of a sudden. And they have mm-hmm. LEDs in their house, and they've had them for years. So I called them first thing this morning. I do recommend Dr. Mercola's newsletter. He's he's on the target with so many things. Well, I mean, you know, definitely take note that the government or organized crime that's taken over our government was giving out those digital interface boxes for everybody to switch over to digital TV for free. Yeah, for free. I just got a $25 raise in my cable bill. My cable was taken over by Spectrum, and I told them I cannot and will not spend over $100. All of a sudden, I get a $156 bill. It really is infuriating because they've made no, you know, there's no competition. It's all antitrust that they've let go through. Does this is Linda that has a call at the night sometime on Sunday? No. What? Oh, what? Is this what a late night call? I'm gonna open my room at one four two two nine eight. It's that room's usually open till like three in the morning some nights, so you can check out that mm-hmm. room and Kyle's hey, gonna call sometimes at night too. That guy's oh, a snitch. Oh, thank Works you, sir. I'm trying to find out is this the person does this is Melinda, I think that's her name, who has a call on Sunday night or some late night. Are you asking no, about me? No, that's Linda Costanzo. Yeah, I am Melinda. She is Linda yeah. Costanzo. I thought I was that's muted. Me. I'm sorry, you guys, oh, if I was making you. noise over here. Oh, <laughs> are you the I'm one making those you. grunt sounds, honey? No, no, I was listening to something on. T- no, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I pushed. I pushed star six. I don't know how it got unpushed, but I do have people on my phone that mess with me, so I'm sorry. Was I making noises, you guys? No, I'm just kidding. There was, you know, one fourth grader uh, trying to get his grunts out for the day. You oh. know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I know how they go. Yeah. Those those mature people. Yeah. What was it? Oh, you know what? I, I have the phone number. If anybody wants to call the FCC, Corey was saying something last night about he called the FCC and um, and his some some of his targeting stopped. I don't know exactly what he's talking about. But I just thought I'd tell everybody I've got the phone number. Do you know that FCC has customer service? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. 
But yeah, I but then they say they can't do anything about anything. Yeah. It's amazing how nobody will take, pick up the baton. Everybody, oh, yeah. no, we don't, we, we don't deal with, uh, you know, killing our citizens. I know. Oh, no, I and think they, that's Homeland Security. You know, they no, actually, the they bus. go, no, no, you, don't, you need the, the EPA. And then you go to the EPA, and they say, no, actually, the, the FCC is the one who makes the regulations, but they don't have any teeth in those regulations, so there are no laws, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they do keep all serving, you know telling us to go somewhere else. But anyway, just in case anybody wants to know the customer service phone number for the Federal Communications Commission, it is 1-888-225-5322. And I'm calling them tomorrow just to see what I can get. <laughs> just to see what comes up, you know? You never know. Yeah, we have uh, guest 39 who has to go out to pasture, I think, Neil. <laughs> what was that? Guest 39, guest 38. Yeah, I'm watching. That's why I'm being quiet because I'm monitoring yeah. that room. And They've been, aren't they fun lately? Uh, well, you know, I mean, I, I really, in four years of moderating and being on a lot of calls, I've put up with a lot and have quite a bit of patience. But uh, the seriousness of what we're dealing with is that the human race has been turned against itself and that people that are being misinformed or disinformed and compartmentalized on purpose, which uh, William Binney and Kirk Wiebe are both verifying in the the great interview that Ella did a few weeks ago with them, Mm -hmm. uh, that that it was exactly Mm -hmm. that, that the NSA is set up as a, on on a need-to-know basis. And so it becomes a real problem uh, that people might be being told lies about somebody to justify doing harmful things to them. Sure, sure. Um, mm-hmm. Well, so we really have no time for anything or anyone working against us. So, and they're being paid to do it, evidently. But you can look at yeah. some neighbors. At least I see some. And they, especially when I first moved somewhere, and and you kind of can kind of tell the ones who really. As time goes by, who really seem to be perhaps the paid ones, and you can tell those who they probably have told some kind of lies. I don't know what they tell those people. And I was saying this as an example because one of my neighbors over here where I live in Houston, he kind of gave a little whistle-like sound to the neighbor across the paved driveway, like he's trying to say, "See, see, there she is. I didn't talk to her." And I always speak and say hello to everybody, no matter what they do or don't do. I speak. Because that's the loving thing to do. I don't have to hold no conversation with them. I'm going to speak because they're my neighbors. Okay. I'm sorry, Neil. Go on. <laughs> Does it keep you guys so long? The gentleman yeah. who knows a lot about Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I am I promise you I'm not a perp. Are you able to give out your any kind of phone number? Yeah. I give out a uh, free countermeasure for tinnitus. And uh, so far, we're up to 33 people cured. And uh, I give out my phone number to anybody. It's 573-300-1579. I was going to try and echo you because I've got it right here. You're in the same state state of misery like I am. 573-300-1579. Yeah. I know what area you're in. I'm I'm closer to the Kansas state line. 
Well, if yeah, you I mean, have it. Go ahead, Dave. I'm in God's country. Uh, I have no cell service here. I'm in the middle of the forest, and the mountains uh, protect me from the cell towers. I'm talking on a landline. I do not have Internet to my house. And, uh, All right. I, uh, I feel 18 again, and I'm 48. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So you have no high-pitched ring in your left ear, huh? No. Uh, now, if I stop listening to the CD, you know, we're dealing with an automated system, and I believe it's space-based, and it will try to reconnect. And, uh, you know, I just listen to the CD every night, and, uh, you know, it knocks it out completely. And the next day, I'm totally free. If I do not use the CD, uh, you know, like I say, the tinnitus would come back, and pretty severely after about 26 days. And uh, we're dealing with a dedicated artificial intelligence, which all it knows to do is try to make a connection. And and it, and it will not give up. But the CD uh, beats it. So we're, we're yeah, it does. Um, Dave, I just want to tell you also, I, I know like when I go into my kitchen, I mean, I, from the main place I get it is in my bedroom, of course, because at night when I go to sleep, it used to just crank up like crazy. So they kind of know where I am. Um, and But when I, I use your CD, and when I'm in the kitchen, I can hear them trying to hit me again. You know, right. like they've lost me in here, and I have this real high clear tone. And then it kind of goes away. I don't know what that high clear tone is. But um, do you know why that would be? Is that a different kind of signal? I don't know what that's about, but it's a real... Well, essentially, essentially we're warring with an artificial intelligence. Uh, I got yeah. a letter yesterday. guy says, you know, I got your CD. Uh, I have severe tinnitus. It knocked it out the first night. The mm-hmm. next day, it come back twice as bad, the tinnitus. Mm-hmm. He said, I used your CD the next night. It knocked it out again. Uh, you know, so we're and in the beginning, when you first start using the CD, it will try everything in the sure. book to yes. qu- to stop to make you stop using the CD. And uh, so w- over time, you'll get better and better, and they have less ability less ability to influence you. And uh, apparently, oh, no, it that, takes. It, yeah, David, that, that ringing noise is not bad. It's just like they're trying to find me, but then it just disappears. They don't actually find me. They're just kind of like looking around for me or something because I use it every night, and I love it. It's really getting rid of my tinnitus. It's getting rid of my brain fog. It's getting rid of my rotten mood. It's getting rid of a lot of things. And um, it's just that that you can tell that they're still – you can tell that they're looking for me. I can tell they're looking for me in other rooms or something, and sometimes when I'm outside. But then they go away because they don't get the same hook, apparently. They don't get the same connection, right? What kind yeah. of volume are you guys listening to it at? I, I recommend to it well, Go ahead, go ahead. I, I listen to it halfway up, um, Neil, only because when it, it's too loud, it, it worries me that I it worries me. So I just listen to it halfway. I can still hear all the tones, which I think is the purpose of, of sending back a confusing loop to to them. Um, I can steer all the tones. I just don't hear them blasting. I don't think we have. They don't need to blast, do they, Dave? No, and I recommend using when you first get it on low volume because some of the uh, some of the pulse width pulses and waveforms on the CD are quite uh, well, like Neil put it, noxious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, screechy. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, here's one TI I cured. Uh, uh, she said it's like being on a beach with two radios in between stations, uh, a jet taking off, and a train going by. <laughs> and <laughs> so she summed it up. Yeah, she summed it up pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. She left out the fingernails down the down the down the chalkboard. Yeah. <laughs> Every so often it has that sound too, but oh well, it, yeah. it works. And know? and you know that's funny. Uh, that part of the CD, uh, it actually makes my eyes squint and my, almost huh. like a, uh, my teeth grit, and I could tell it's knocking that uh, connection out right then. Huh. Wow. <clears throat> so, it's very cool. Okay, I'm sorry. I won't interrupt anymore, Neil. Oh, it's all right. Um, so Dave's putting his heart out, and this is a yeah. you know law of the universe is that you give and you get. And in the balance of that, maybe if the human race actually learns, you know what, if, if we were all busy doing something kind for each other, and then you go home and you find something that you didn't have time to do because you were busy helping somebody else got done by somebody who cared about your back. Mm-hmm. So in the give and take of the balance that the human race is still learning is more valuable than anything else. Dave's giving away the CD for free. Um, he's got an overwhelming response. So he's turned it over to Kyle. And so you can email Kyle at Vulcan Wolverine at Gmail, and that's Vulcan like Spock on Star Trek, V-U-L-C-A-N, and then Wolverine is W-O-L-V-E-R-I-N-E at Gmail, and give him a a mailing address and a thank you. And if you feel like uh, sending off a... a couple bucks to help pay for the blank CDs and the and the shipping, please do because uh, any funding that we give towards Dave, he's going to be doing some. Well, he is doing further research, so uh, you could send a check to P.O. Box three nine four, and that's Van Buren, V-A-N-B-U-R-E-N, Missouri is M.O. period with a zip code of 63965. And this will help to facilitate the further research that he's doing in in finding things to protect us. At this point, um, I would like to mention something I'd like to see more people trying out because uh, I'm on limited funds too, so I haven't gotten to try everything that I'd like to try, but uh, ran across information on, you know, the whole bad and good reviews about a company called Altera, A-U-L-T-E-R-R-A. Um, well, they apparently got word of getting bad PR because people would open up their little whole house filters that you plug into the wall and reduce EMF with and say, there's nothing in here. There's a little piece of plastic and the wires are just running over to plug the plug in. Well, what this technology is called is polymer MRET, which is molecular resonance effect technology. And what's been discovered is that it's making EMF waves that are harmful to people not be harmful. So I'm going to paste this 
in the chat room. These are those little stickers that you put in your cell phones. They've got uh, little pendants that you can wear. The particular website I'm referring to is uh, the company is GIA, and they have a cell guard uh, that you you know just put inside your cell phone where the battery goes. They have a car harmonizer. Uh, an air tube headset for radiation-free earphones that you can put in your ears for things that are, you know, requiring a set of headphones. Um, the pendant you wear on your body. And, and they also have something, uh, well, they have a smart meter defender to neutralize RF emissions. Uh, and the ones that you're wearing on your body are actually turning the harmful waves that are coming at you into waves that are good for your body. But on a higher note, their further research, they've come up with this little thing to make water using this technology. And it's showing before and after pictures of people that are showing the age that many of us are showing because of the cell degradation that's happening to us over a period of time. Uh, which I'd say for a lot of us has really been turned up uh, by since about Thanksgiving last year has really been worse and no relief. They're showing before and after drinking this water um, that they're getting cell regeneration and they're looking younger in a pretty short period of time. Um, it, it's a thousand dollars for this unit. Uh, I'm going to check into it more and I may even consider uh, buying one of these machines, if we can pull enough money together, and then just selling the water for a reasonable price and, you know, find out how much we have to drink to get these good effects to get get our systems back up and running without the destruction that's being aimed at us. So for now, um, if you're interested in in doing this, I'm going to post the link here in the chat room. For those that are in the chat room, and you can go look at this site. Uh, th these kind of stickers, well, I'm getting a little lost here. Altera did a, t a YouTube video, and it showed a before and after of using this polymer MRET technology um, by using one of their whole house filters, which I think was about $55. Uh, the effects on the blood, as what I'm finding and have found in a few other TI samples uh, of what's called Rouleau, where all your red blood cells are stacked up together, which can be caused by, by microwave RF emissions. And then they're showing by putting the whole house filter on that the person's blood work is okay after doing that. So, again, you know, here's something that's very, very small. Um, but it's doing something good. So you can look around for for these filters. Let me see if I can get you a name of the website. Uh, this is showing w.cellphone-health.com. And the technology, again, is a, a type of a polymer called Molecular Resonance Effect Technology. And apparently it was originally some Army research that came up with it. So <clears throat> checking into what this material is and how much it might cost, 
and considering the possibility of, of making some hat liners, if it wouldn't be too much money to do so. I'd really like to see a bunch of hats out there that say Citizens Against Harmful Technology on them and have, you know, considered what would be the most marketable to the public. It's it's not about money for for citizens or for me uh, as much as it is about publicity that somebody might look at a hat or a T-shirt and say, what is that? You know, well, it's about everything from the smart grid network to Wi-Fi to military-grade weapons that are affecting the whole human race. And for those that are inquisitive, they'll be led to that website and to other websites to find out that we are all put in harm's way. Everybody, doesn't matter if you're a TI, everybody is put in harm's way at this point. And also another thing is to find more TIs because I have a feeling that there's millions of them. I have a feeling there's a pretty high percentage definitely in this country, and all these other countries are, are reporting the same thing, and some of them are protesting and, and doing what they can do. Well, we're in a country where you might get chastised for speaking up uh, in these times and get a label slapped on you, so you do have to be careful, but... The fact of the matter is you still can, with integrity and dignity, stand up and speak the truth. Um, you're already targeted, so gauging how much targeting you can handle is kind of how much you're going to step out front and and do whatever you can do. It's the one in my complex, and I told her she's one. She's an elderly lady, and they just kind of, I think, beginning with her. She don't get vibrations and things, Neil, but... Here in Houston, she this this thing she described to me at the mailbox as we talked mm-hmm. that let me know she she's she's been bullied you know the bullying thing not followed yet or maybe she hasn't noticed her stuff being followed but she's downstairs and she reported to me uh, how her upstairs neighbor has a child that she tells that she can tell. Well, to make it short, I'm just going to say it got to the point where she said she couldn't even hardly sleep. Her blood pressure went up, and she had to go in the closet to sleep because the way they're doing the noise. And there's yeah. a man that be there, too, all the time. And they try to break in her apartment. I don't, well, I don't know if they were the ones, but somebody tried to. And she had an alarm, and if she heard it go off before she can get off the property, do it. So I did mention it to her. She kind of looked like, huh? And she went on the yeah. talk again, and I let her talk. And then I told her, this is happening to other people, the thing you were describing. And I told her what it was called. And she went on to talk some more. I think it's kind of like it was going over her head, but I never said much more about it. If I see her again, I may. Um, Neil, I had a couple. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. No, no, I, I tend to think I'm saying I'm mute. Okay, thanks. I had a couple of um, quick questions. I don't know if, I mean, one of them, I don't know if it's, like, simple for you to answer or not, but, um, and I don't even know if you know the answer, but I um, I had mentioned before how I'm RH negative and how I have a really rare blood type, but um, I, I'm wondering if, like, some of the equipment that I hear about, um, you know, some of the devices and stuff that they use, 
I'm wondering um, if it's possible that some of it does not work on me. Um, I mean, I've had, like, different people ask me, you know, if I get V2K and everything, whatever, and I don't. Um, and I don't know if, you know, it's just not a part of their targeting for me or if, um, you know, for whatever reason it doesn't work on me. Um, I was reading that, like, supposedly they can't clone me or something. Um, I, I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm just wondering what what do you think about that or do you know anything about that at all? About what is your specific question? There's kind of a lot of questions. That with a, if it, you know, that with RH negatives, um, that some of this technology that they use, it won't work on them. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a really good researcher that's on our call. Maybe she'll get on the phone for a few minutes and share whatever she has. Um, she's finding that there is something significant uh, about RH negative people. And, and there is definitely some things about uh, reasons that particular people are put on the targeting list. So there, there may be something to that. We're, we're certainly not all RH negative. Um, I could do a little poll and, and see how many people on the call are. There's about 75 people here, I think, and and see if there is a ton of them. But, but there is also some things in bloodlines and, and genetics uh, that are a factor. Yeah, I'm just wondering if possibly some of the technology doesn't work. I mean, like, I'm I'm curious about, okay, so is it that I, I don't get V2K because um it, it doesn't work? I mean, you know, it doesn't work on me, or um it's just not in their targeting plan for me. Um, and I also, my second question was, I was wondering if you're familiar with the joint targeting publication at all. Yeah. I am. That Dr. Okay. Miles put that out years ago. Okay. And so, yeah, when you were talking about there being um, that you believe there are a lot more targets, you know, out here than we know, um, just from everything that I have observed and experienced in my um, situation, um, like basically I, I feel like they are literally targeting everyone. So everyone that they have used to turn against me, and this includes, family members, friends, former coworkers, et cetera, they are all being targeted themselves, you know. So it's just like, okay, they have used you all to um, plot and scheme on me, but they are plotting and scheming on you in the process. And um, the reason I say that is that, like, different things that I went through, um, different things that I have experienced, you know, from these devices and everything, um, different ailments and um you know, just aches and pains and sciatica and fibromyalgia and all this other stuff or whatever, people within my circle have experienced these same things. And so, um, and even just uh, all the stress I experienced on the job and everything. And so I've had coworkers and then their family members, you know, even their children at school being bullied or um, the children at school um begin to act out just out of nowhere. They keep having behavioral problems at school and things like that. Um, and a girlfriend of mine telling me that God is on her side, you know, and I'm like, well, if you're suggesting to me 
that God is telling you to lie to me and lie on me and do, you know, deceitful things to me, et cetera, et cetera. If you believe that's God telling you that, you are sorely mistaken. And and all I could think about was like the voice of God weapon. So you you have something telling you that what you are doing is right and it's justified. But but I'm like clearly, you know, that that's misguided because God would not have anything to do with um, you know, false accusations and, you know, just all these lies and everything. This deceit. God uh-huh. has no hand in that. Nope. And so for her to say me and God is on my side, I'm like, God does not deal in deceit (laughs) and wickedness. I'm I'm just like, God does not operate like that. Yeah, no, and, you know, we have a mind and a free will and discernment and a conscience. So it's up to us whether we use it or not. And unfortunately, I don't know. I mean, everybody can say they have their belief systems, but. I always say the proof is in the pudding, and after 59 years of life, I know some people that did some really rotten things that are sitting in wheelchairs peeing all over themselves for the rest of their lives now. And I think that if if everybody knew that they were going to be held responsible for their actions, that they might consider uh, how they act. Right. And I think I, I, I the voice of God may have been something that would have worked. That doesn't work today because there's too many people that are too smart and and knew how the whole thing who don't know though. I mean I, I mean, you know, it's a lot of um unwitting people, definitely like I was. I mean, because they were using mind control and mind manipulation, you know, stuff on me before I knew what was going on. I just knew that certain things, I'm like, this does not line up with my core beliefs. You know, this does not line up with who I am and what I believe in, you know, and et cetera, et cetera, and what I have practiced, you know, for years. I'm like, so why all of a sudden, you know, am I having certain thoughts or, you know, certain thoughts, certain saying certain things, certain actions, behaviors, or whatever. And so it definitely was mind control. So I feel like before you, if, if you're not aware that that is even a possibility, you know, you just question where is this stuff coming from, you know. So I I didn't know. I just knew that this is not, (laughs) you know, this is not the norm for me, and this is not, this goes against, like, my core beliefs. And it wasn't until after I found out everything that they're capable of, and I'm just like, I mean, you know, it's, it's like, oh, my gosh. I mean, it's just unreal to even think that, you know, you can just be going about your life and <laughs> the, the government is, like, wreaking havoc from behind the scenes and you have no idea. Like I said, you have no idea that it's even a possibility. Yeah. But, um, oh, with the... Another thing that um other people within my circle have experienced as well is is like issues with their medical records and um just like strange things happening and stuff like that. A girlfriend of mine who uh she has four um her husband has sickle cell, she has a sickle cell trait and four of her children have sickle cell. And um so, you know, they're they're back and forth in and out of the hospital a lot and stuff like that. And so she 
has really been good about like staying on top of everything. She she tries to document like everything that's going on. Every time one of them has to has to go into, into the hospital, whatever medications they're taking, whatever procedures they've had, you know, da da da. She keeps track of all of that, and she was telling me just about different um, event, you know, different incidents that she was having with the medical professionals and everything. And then she was telling me that this um, notebook that she had, that she was, like, storing everything in, she was saying that one of the children was in the hospital and all of a sudden, like, her, her entire binder, like, with everything in it just disappeared, just up and disappeared. And I'm like, well, who will want that, you know? Like, who will want it? And um, all I know is that for me, Definitely the human experimentation has been, I mean, I had no idea. Like, like what I'm learning now is that this has affected my family for four generations now. Since World War II with my grandfather being experimented on in World War II and then dying of leukemia, like in his early 60s. And so this has just gone on and on. Um I have the red blood type. My mother has the red blood type. And just looking at her life, everything that she has gone through, just how difficult her life was, how difficult my life has been, I'm like, so I've been targeted basically since birth, and so has my mother from what I can tell, and then my grandfather before her. <laughs> and they're messing with my daughter behind the scenes as well. So that's four generations or whatever. So I'm, I'm just like, yes, absolutely. You know, this human experimentation is, is taking place, and um, it's, it's sad for me, though, that it has affected four generations. <laughs> you know, the U.S. government U.S. government has been trying to make race-specific weapons, you know, since the 30s. You know, how do we kill all the black people without them knowing it? How do we kill all the Japanese without them knowing it? Uh you know, even Clinton recently, when she was in the State Department, uh, demanded that operatives get DNA from all the world leaders. And uh, just so happened, seven uh, South American presidents got cancer uh, right after that. And, uh, you know, Chavez, you know, he was talking against the United States and many of them. Uh, so, you know, they're going to use technology and these uh, DNA weapons to eliminate people they don't like. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's, it's sad to think and about. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, I was just saying it's, it's it's really sad, but I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's all right. I was just saying this is eugenics. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's I'm, where Hitler, Hitler got all of his ideas from the U.S. government on uh, on their eugenics programs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that so many of my, and, 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 you know, it's sad because I'm just like, even though all of these people have betrayed me, <laughs> like I said, my family, my friends, my former coworkers, um, at the end of the day, like if I ever, if I'm ever in a position <laughs> where I'm able to, you know, like fight and, and somehow get justice for this, I'm just like I, I'm. I'm definitely not doing it just for me. I'm like I want every single one of them. Like I want them to be tested, and I want. Um, I just want justice for all of us, for anybody that's affected by this, because I'm just like it is so ridiculous. 
It is so ridiculous, and it's so corrupt. And, you know, like how can someone just rob you of your life and your health and everything, your your privacy, your freedom? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. I mean, the human race is in one of the saddest times it's ever been in right now. This and is, they don't realize it. <laughs> like, they okay. don't you know, have a the, clue. It, the the thing is that through history, there was a statistic that showed 12% of the people was what was required to unify enough to make a significant change for the good of everybody else. So it's a matter of really coming to realize that everybody on this call that's been through hell and has been brave enough to keep going and and capable of unifying enough to come to these calls and listen and learn and share what you have to bring to the table, that we're really at a point we have to acknowledge that we are on the front line of that 12% that can make a difference. And we're we're at a point we're we're at a point where not doing anything is just as bad. You have to get a little bit more active. Just when you're getting a feeling in the grocery store line or out and about that that you want to say something about this, you know, just bring up a, as a matter of fact, hey, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people having a hard time sleeping and appetite problems and being grouchy. And I just found out on this smart meet, stopsmartmeters.org site that uh, this is part of the reason. Did, did you know that? And spark up a conversation and start getting people talking and realize, I mean, I was talking with a guy the other day, and and I just said, you know, hey, go to citizensaht.org and take a look at what's going on in the world, because your investments that you're saying you're going to double in 10 years, uh, you're at a young age, and you're looking at making a lot of money, but uh, there may not be any human race in 10 years the way we're going. And I started describing some of the symptoms of being a TI, and he said, wow, I felt that burning on on my skin before, and I've seen my heart rate just start racing for no reason at all. And so he did end up going over to the website and took a look and just went, wow, this is what's going on. So just doing those little things to educate more people and then realizing that, by you doing that, then they talk with friends and family and neighbors. And also to realize that people that are being severely targeted, in the beginning of us being targeted, we all went through a, a kind of a, a predetermined psychological mental trap that was designed to be that way, to say, you know, how am I going to tell my friends and family or people at work uh, that I'm having all these symptoms and it really feels like somebody's pointing microwave at me or, you know, I lay down and my whole body's vibrating or I got voices in my head or or what is that high-pitched ring? Why does it appear that people are waiting for me in places that I go, like they can read my thoughts and, and I feel like I have no privacy? Uh, to just be processing all of that through your mind 
you really feel like just isolating and being quiet, and they really want you to just go off quietly and die and, and have it be misdiagnosed as, you know, some kind of a natural thing that, that you died from. So there's a lot of people that are walking around that are afraid uh, to speak up, let alone afraid for their lives, and they're being quietly, slowly murdered. And some of them don't make it. Some of them, it's too much for them. Something fails in their body or or they decide to give up on life because it's just too much torture to handle. So it's our job to reach out to people in just about every chance we get and just test the waters and put a little bit of bait out there and see if the person you, you're talking to uh, takes that bait and then give them more information. Send them to, to a variety of websites that you know there's a lot of good information on without overwhelming them because people talk and part of the frequency soup that everybody's swimming in uh, is stopping people from talking like we used to naturally do more so. They don't want us talking because it will spread like wildfire. Let's be proud that we did everything that we could possibly do to be the pioneers on the front line and pull that 12% together. Um, because it is happening, but there is an urgency in the air. We have maniacs that have technology that's capable of of killing a whole lot of people. It was no mistake that when Fred Bell was interviewed with Jesse Ventura, that two or three days later uh, he was dying from a seizure in a motel room. And I saw the the interview footage after that happened and the look on Jesse Ventura and the rest of his crew's face that they knew damn well that they killed Fred Bell because he disclosed that the death ray was capable of killing a continent. We can't let let this happen. So reach out a little bit. It might feel unnatural, but also go spend time doing normal things. And as I say, just fake it till you make it. Uh, Yeah, there's people pointing phones at you and a variety of things that might be bothersome. But the more that you just go, I don't care. It's a beautiful sunny day. I'm going to go do something that I like doing. And and interact with just normal people and let yourself just be normal for a while. And there'll be something about your energy that'll draw people to you if you're that kind of a person, even more so. Because they're trying to absorb our every thought about what's going on. And they're trying to make us feel helpless and hopeless. Well, it, it's it's not about that. They're they're not going to win. We have to just walk through the steps that are required to unify as much of the human race as we can, and get these these crazy weapons out of these crazy people's hands, and, and realize that you know if we could talk with a a high security clearance government agent they would probably tell you you have every reason in the world to be terrified because the dark side has built supercomputers 
to hook up to every human and in the process those supercomputers have taken over and it's out of control. This is a part of the problem. How much of these systems are, are automated and unfortunately the competition between megalomaniacs and and the little scenarios that they put on like, you know, it's always really been in the air that Russia and the United States are against each other and do things to each other. But in actuality, some of these politicians, they're all sitting down eating dinner and having drinks together and laughing over creating a scenario that looks like us and them uh, because they're both profiting from it. And the people, the common people that don't think about wanting to take everything from anybody, anybody let alone everybody, uh, they're not, they don't think that way. But these guys do. And universal law does hold to itself eventually. They're going to get back what they got coming to them. All right, just look at the the presidential race. I mean, it looks like a couple of immature little brats showing their dirty side. Pretty embarrassing, really. Somebody's got some background noise there. Would you hit star six on your phone, please? I need some help, please. Yes. I have someone who has, um, they ha- they hear the voices. They don't understand V2K. And they've been hearing the voices for over one year. And they're at their wit's end and ready to give up on life. Do something drastic. Mm-hmm. And they are listening on the phone call right now. They won't talk. I know they won't talk. But I'm wondering if anyone who has been through this can give any kind of help, words of encouragement, suggestions, anything of that sort. Yeah, any of the people out there that are getting the voice to skull technology, do you have any uh, coping skills to to help out this person that's having a hard time. Um, I, I will tell you, um, there is enough documentation if you look up V2K. Also, you can email me at electricrose22 at Yahoo, and I'll send you a little book uh, that's an e-book in an email that is about V2K, and I haven't had a chance to read it. I've sent it out to a variety of people that are dealing with that problem. Okay. Anybody else on the call have have something to share about it? Uh, It it is very real technology, so um, there's plenty of information out there. You can probably find a lot of stuff on YouTube, which is pretty quick and easy just by putting in Voice to Skull or V2K in the search box. Right. And they've they've just heard it for so long, and I I don't know if it's because it's close to Halloween or what, but apparently the past couple of weeks it's getting it's getting a lot louder, mm-hmm. and and they just can't deal with it anymore. Well, you know there there's a I don't know if this is true or not, but there there is a lot of talk about uh, or okay, it's really obvious organized crime has taken over our government and other governments. 
there is a fight going on between four different organized crime networks, is what one report is saying. And lately I heard a report that's saying that the main source that's doing this to the United States is going to be turning up the heat. And, uh, you know, people who want to take a shortcut and get ahead based on somebody else's pain can have the kind of mentality uh, to do black magic type stuff and, and get what they can get for it. So there there is a problem with those people using those kind of things. And because there is, I, I found October to be a particularly hardcore month with a, a lot of extra hardships that come out, especially Halloween. Um Particular times and places have significance in rituals, and so to them, this is a time where they come out and wreak all the havoc that they can wreak. Uh, Neil, I am getting uh, two reports of uh, V2K being helped, but uh, by the CD, but it takes a lot longer uh, using the CD to even affect the V2K. The tinnitus, you know, is knocked out fairly quickly within a week or two. Uh, some people the same day, but, uh, you know, it takes a lot longer to affect the V2K, but they are getting some results from it. Okay, so so just understand, there's a few engineers that that have stated to me that brain entrainment is something that takes a period of time to happen and to connect up to you, um, this is part of why the trauma that first happens to people that are targeted is so severe and quite often brings us pretty close to death or, you know, thinking we're going to die or even at points wishing we would die just to get out of the severe suffering. Uh, traumatizing a person is part of doing that. By using microwave technology and heating up your brain right above your ears, um, the temporal lobes, a 64th of an inch deep is the effect on the skin that's felt as a burning kind of sensation. You may feel it around your temples. There are people who've reported uh, taking those gel-type ice packs and putting them on those spots where your temporal lobes are above your ears, if you feel your body or your head heating up or you feel some kind of a a pain that's kind of like a headache coming on, but it's very focused, usually pretty close to where your temples are, sometimes your forehead where your limbic system is in the front, um, if you can take those gel packs and cover up the temporal lobes and cool down the area because they're trying to get a, a connection there. And this one report is saying that they have to get that connection. So uh, as far as what Dave's talking about is in the frequency wars, to be able to come up with a series of frequencies to counteract their frequencies uh, that, you know, first of all, a person is traumatized in many ways and that makes them vulnerable to get this hookup and then over a period of time 
to and train the person so that they could gain quite a lot of control over the over the person over their thoughts and actions so um this is why it takes a period of time for playing the cd that dave has created uh to get the good effects that you want and and the voice to skull thing is is a real challenge to deal with so um for the person that's listening uh if you'd like to try out this cd you'll have to have some headphones that will go up to 25 kilohertz which is just spelled k h z you could go on amazon and probably ebay and you can find cos headphones which are k o s s and the model is k t x dash pro 1 and they're what 15 to 25 dollars uh the reason is that he's going up into higher ranges than the average 16 to 20 kilohertz that the human ear can hear to get the particular effects. And if you have yourself a little portable CD player that you can just bring to bed with you and lay down and put these special headphones on and set the unit up so that it hits replay so it just keeps playing over and over, and uh, what I'm hearing from Dave and a few others is that the volume doesn't have to be turned up real loud, which is a relief to me because I do have the high pitch ring. I've had it for 20 years, the remote neural monitoring. Uh, it, this is a secondary effect to hear the high pitch ring. Um, the one time that I was V2K'd, I recognized the guy's voice because he was my next door neighbor and had admitted to me that his father and brother both worked for the NSA. So I just said, well, am I supposed to be scared or impressed? And they never did that to me again, but they played dirty movies in my head for a couple of years, uh, like in the background, so it sounded like neighbors across the street were having sex or, you know, down the road, like you'd you know, never be able to put your finger on it. And once I figured out what they were actually doing was through technology, they stopped doing it. So there, there's a lot in, you know, going, okay, look, we're in a out-of-this-world world right now with a bunch of rude, selfish little brats that think that they're not going to be held responsible for their actions. Um, and so they're playing all these games. Just let yourself go on that one-wheel chariot ride and keep your focus on hitting the finish line and keeping your balance on that one wheel because it really is that precarious. Um, so if you're interested in getting this free CD, just send an email to vulcanwolverine at gmail.com, which is V-U-L-C-A-N-W-O-L-V-E-R-I-N-E at gmail.com and give him a mailing address and he'll send you a copy of it. Get yourself a, a CD player that you can hook your headphones up to and put it on replay so that it can just keep playing uh, and put it at a volume that's comfortable for you and, and make an effort to play it all night while you're sleeping. And just keep doing that to undo the entrainment connection that's been made. If anybody on the call has any input about V2K, um, feel free to speak up. 
I wanted to say something, Neil, to help these people. That <clears throat> you mentioned those little um, um, packs. Well, Walmart has. It's kind of a sheet. It looks like uh, water encased. They look like ice cubes all over it, and you can cut it to any length to put it any place on your body or whatever. But they're only three dollars. They come in a box. They're rolled up. You can put them in the freezer, in the refrigerator, or use them like they are. And it is true, if you put them around the bottom of your neck, around the side of your uh, temples, I do that around a couple of leather hats with Linstat and all this stuff, trying to defend myself. But those things do help. And um, if they're cooler, like you say, they cool down the body, and this is even better. And once they um, get un, you know, warmer, then you can cool them again. But even in the middle of the night when they warm up, I see that... Um, I I think it does divert this direct into the temple type thing and around the back of the neck is also, I think, a very vulnerable spot. So I would say go to Walmart. It's in the camping section where all the coolers are and look for the boxes because they do come in a box and I always keep them. They're like three-something. It's not a big expenditure, but get quite a few of them and you'd be surprised where you can use them where you're getting pain or where things are hitting you. It might be something that it can divert or defend against not everything of course not everything but a lot of things and i think it does help with microwave that's my own impressions hope it helps someone yeah and and that's a a good point too luda about uh the back of your head because that's where your brain stem is and there's been a few people that have been hit pretty hard on the back of their head and you know really felt out of it the effects aren't good so so the brain stem is another one. And you know, I've got hey, hitting the temples and, and the forehead so many times. I'm pretty used to that. Go ahead. How you doing, Neil? I want to thank you for the call. It's Al. And tell Dave I said hi. The uh that's um I, you know that the uh, C D is really helpful. Um, although now they're switching to land base, so they're doing the uh the Wi Fi and or land based around them. So um Anyhow, as far as the V2K goes with that woman, the the only thing I can suggest is is to tell the person definitely do not engage verbally with them, like the way you talk to them, or they they try to entrap you and train, excuse me, and train you into conversations to get used to doing that. That's part of the entrainment. That's a no-no, and I've done that for years. Do not do it. And when they go loud and they keep they keep trying to engage you in a conversation, which they will because they know all the tricks. Um, if it gets really loud, listen to some pleasant music. You know, if you you know if they're really getting bad or they're getting frustrated because you won't engage with them, turn the music up. Listen to some really something really positive, something really good, something you really like, and um, continuously do that either through a headset or through um, through music. And don't make the mistake I did. You know, because you develop bad habit by community, you know, like just like talking to yourself, but you know, instead of yourself, you're dealing with a group of idiots that are just there to train you, and that's part of the entrainment, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, um, that's all I can suggest. You know, to, yeah, to, I agree with that. That's about it, and um, I, you know, but you see, they piss me off because you're, in my opinion, your best friend is your mind, and I. I work on a lot of different problems. I'll be doing one business and I'm figuring out all these different things and all these mathematical things or whatever, you know, I'm into or thinking out, you know, thinking positive. And that was taken away from me with these bozos. So I set them up 
I led them down these paths, you know, and all these different things. And a year later, I told them what I did or whatever, six months later, and it would infuriate them. But that was a mistake. You know, you do not want to engage because they, the reason um, they'll use it against you is what they're trying to do is um, figure out your vibrations and how you think your limitations on your IQ, the whole nine yards of whatever you do so that they can, you know, you figure out you're using your right hand, they can hurt it, um, anything with your body, they can hurt it, and that's what they've done to me. So you, you're you're stabbing yourself by engaging with them because that's all. They're, they're not your friend. They're not there to, to help you along. They're there to get any information they can through vibrations um, and use it against you, and it's part of the entrainment. So I'm trying to break that by, you know, doing um, breaking it, I'm communicating with my working out problems with myself and when it gets too bad and they come back because you know you've developed a horrible habit turn the music up <clears throat> if you're driving or if you're at your house or if you have a headset or the, the capability thereof yeah. and Dave I'm going to write you a letter um, tonight real quick that I'm slammed I'm working right now and I have to go to work tomorrow but I'm going to write you a letter and send you a check and I'm great really grateful on the uh yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, there's lots of people that reported to me; they were helped, and they really appreciate it. But I have not got letters from them, and and you know I understand everybody's busy, and you know they they for progressed and they and they forget. But you know anybody that has been helped by the CD, please send me a letter, and in your own words, tell how it helps you. And you don't even have to put your full name; uh, just the information is what I'm collecting. It would be nice to have your full name, but, you know, if you don't, that's fine. As long as you send the letter stating how it helps you. Right, most definitely. And, Neil, I wanted to – why don't you just think about something? I want you to help me with something. You know, I can't spell technology or and Dave if you're interested. Um, I'm definitely interested in an engineer. There's a course that they have for 1500 bucks, which I'll be glad to pay for. And you go there, and it's a seven-day course, and they keep you – they train you up to date and certify you on all the latest – um, meters that are available to use to that certifies you to be able to gauge all of the stuff because it's a new thing and I'll get the 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 uh, the uh, school wherever it is and whatever I, I would pay for it all pay for everything I don't care I just want to be able to talk to somebody who knows what they're doing who can instruct me on the basis of eliminating the probability of close proximity um, usage of this stuff. In other words, you're using the CD, it unentrains you, you know, so they're, they're not able to use your nervous system or your brain or, you know, it's very limited. So if they live or if they get in your close proximity or use handheld devices, which they have, there are many, I can send you the whole list, all the stuff, but, or I'll do the research or get somebody to do it, another person, to, uh, that all the federal agencies and police forces have um, to be able to test of the direction and or try to figure out where it's coming from so that, you know, a retired woman or me or anybody um, could have a chance of locating if it, if that is occurring um, it's a, or any type of a mobile thing is occurring that you can actually figure it out because in any kind of a legal format, I mean, you can, you, you can list and say, hey, this is what's occurring to me. And you could show it by testing, you know, around you, and this is what's occurring or document it. But, you know, in any kind of a criminal case, you have to list who it is. 
what the entity is, where it's coming from, whether it's a tower, whether it's this resonance, this dish. So I'm willing to root to save and, and go for that. If you have any kind of a um, electrical engineer that's willing to do that, not, you know, go into business and then, you know, travel around and do it, but be able to explain up to date and, you know, they can go, they, they can understand it. You know, I could go take the course, but I'm like, you know, a, a, a complete bozo, you know, <laughs> wrong guy that's under the course. <laughs> not that I'm stupid. It's just that I'm not familiar with an electrical engineer. I mean, they would just fit right in. They could go to a technical show where electrical engineers are having all these, you know, um, courses online, mix in with them, see the tech, you know, the latest meters that they're using that are very expensive in our equipment and figure out, you know, basically, you know, um, you know, they'd look at a piece of equipment that the, the feds have and say, okay, this is emitting this frequency, and then be able to easily through networking, phone calls, maybe a few trade shows, which I will pay for somebody to go to um, <clears throat> and mingle, whatever. Uh, is that specifically a certification for California only? Uh, that I don't know, but I'll find out. I'll find out. I think it's a national certification, but it's fifteen hundred bucks. And I was just wondering, you know, I know Dave is really slammed or whatever. It would be a, a pleasure and an honor to have him get involved in something like that. But it would take a few plane rides, hotels, a little bit of this and that. But you'd be very familiar with the latest stuff. And then you could get in with some tech companies like AR World and those guys. But, you know, you need somebody like him that can carry on a conversation with them. And then, you know, he can come in and say, hey, I'm thinking about going in this business. And I need to be familiar with all this. And, and whatever, and they'll just say, yeah, he can understand the equipment they're using, the meters they're using, and everything. And then he could maybe explain it to somebody like me who's a layman and say, okay, this is what you probably need for a close proximity, or this is what you need in your home to pick up what's coming in, okay? And then this is what you're going to need to 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 locate it or try to locate at least the, the the where it's coming from you know north south whatever and then this is what you may use and this is the latest for the those specific type of frequencies because I can get all that information for you I'll hire I'll hire somebody to do it you know and I'm I'm dead serious about it and then you know but to to find an electrical engineer who's willing to do that and go ahead yeah. Yeah, I uh you, you you know, you really need to find somebody close to you. Uh I I'm getting many many requests on this CD and I'm really having a large success rate and I'm trying to focus on curing people and you know, I really couldn't fly anywhere or travel right now. I've got a lot of rental properties. I mean, I've got so much going on and I do not think they are using traditional sinusoidal uh, radio frequencies. I believe they're using uh, constructive interference properties of uh, uh, electromagnetic radiation, which is Tesla kind of uh, it's a wave front technology, and I, there are no meters that will pick that up. Yeah. Now I'm not oh, wow. saying I'm not saying that you shouldn't you know, try to find every possibility. And I do believe people should be out there with meters and trying to find uh, that traditional style of transmissions. But what I'm telling you, what I'm finding, and what I believe what I'm curing is is from 
new technology that is uh, way more advanced, and uh, you cannot detect it with a meter, a normal meter. Okay. I believe it. It's I believe true. you. I mean, and really, I, you're, I believe you're, in a, you're in a position where you may find some of the locals carrying some of the local equipment. Uh, you can send me an email, and I'll send you my frequency list because it goes into uh, satellite interface communications companies that have a little briefcase that, that some of these guys are carrying. And I think right. that I saw one one night. But also, I'm going to mention this uh, for Dave and anybody else who's interested. Go over to rexresearch.com, R-E-X, and then research.com. And down towards the bottom, I think you hit Control-F, and it gives you a little search engine thing, and you put in find, put in scalar detector. It looks like a pretty simple circuit. And for somebody like you and anybody else um, that enjoys reading schematics and building fun stuff, uh, he sells a CD for $16. There is so much information on this site about so many things from from scalar technology to over-unity free energy devices. Many, many. I've never seen such a big compilation of so many inventors. Uh, and also consider some of the work of, of Puharich, P-U-H-A-R-I-C-H. Or I think once you get to that site, you're probably going to spend the rest of your life there. And then you go, wow, <laughs> that's too cool. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wanted to get an electrical engineer to try to – basically what, I was, what I'm getting at is federal agencies have the equipment, and so do some, some police agencies. And that's what I would be concentrating on. But, you know, then you have, you know, you have your Inceptor, which they were using on my phone and probably my computer. And so you have local, um, you know, spooks with DIA, Orion, whatever, whoever, whatever agencies, you know, whatever these packs of idiots are, you know, that, that have to do with the organized stalking, et cetera. So they're basically probably trying to um, teach the teams how to, to, to handle a terrorist or whatever, and then through your fusion centers with all the groups of um, all the different agencies from Homeland Security to the sheriffs, they all get together, and that's what they're supposed to be doing. They're supposed to be util, util, um, utilizing all their agencies in one, you know, fusion center to track a terrorist or whatever, and then they have these different tracking capacities. So uh, I'm basically was I'm basically interested in getting started with that with an electrical engineer just to keep up on it on a general outline basis of land-based handheld garbage that they could use because you could use a CD like I am and all of a sudden you feel 10 you know 10,000% better and then 4 days later they're using land-based stuff on you which they're doing with me right now. <laughs> and um, Yeah, that's entirely I, possible. Uh, yeah, it is very possible and that's what they're doing. So, um but something like that, or they're using something else. Maybe they call the Navy base and said, just hit light him up. You know, um, you know, I don't know, but I would like to at least get started on it with a general outline. But I, that's the only reason I was asking you, Neil, if you knew an electrical engineer that would be willing to maybe step up to the plate and, and do the course to get familiar on, familiarized with up-to-date to get certified, 
And that would just, you know, they could network with a bunch of different people. It's just like when you go to school, you get a lot of good connections in college, and it would be the same thing with that. You have that seven-day course, you'd meet a bunch of different people from a bunch of different either companies and or people starting up. So it would be a a long-term type thing, but then they could get more familiar with, you know, being able to maybe make a, a... a, a, a plane ride to one of those seminars and look online and take one of the courses and develop a relationship, but they would be able to either, you know, I can lease the equipment and, or, you know what I'm trying to get at? I could never do that. Not that, I mean, not never, but I mean, I would just be useless. Whereas somebody that's, you know, when they're listening to the CD and everything's fine. And then four days later, you're getting something different. It's a different frequency because it's land based, you know, and it could be a base. It could be, it could be the locals at a fusion center. You know, we don't love you. are a target, dude. They're on you. They're on me, major. <laughs> you know, I want to, you know, I'm getting a little frustrated here because, you know, I want to do something about it. You know? And like I said, in any criminal proceeding, you have to depict who or what entity. You can show the damage. You can document that, you know. You can show you got, got brain damage. You know, you could show through a lot of different things. But if you put the heat on them, they know you're coming. That's going to you know, make them, make it more difficult for them. So, um, you know, if you can think of one that you may know that maybe may, may want to step up to the plate or they may be interested in it and Hey, they don't have to pay for it. I'm not saying they got to get married and they're going to be working for me. I just want them to be able to explain the use of what they think and their interpretations of what they've learned through what I just explained to you. Um, you know, what to use. think it's a good idea. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a certification that's going to be for more than just California because so far we haven't been able to raise enough money for any of the R&D projects. It's just a handful of people doing the work and and a handful of people that are donating to help with research. So the the ideal situation of having field service and having... RF certified people in every state across our country would be the highest thing we could do. Well, I'll work on whatever I can. I mean, I just got beat out of 10. You know, I was just finishing my top teeth. I mean, they've really done a number on me. So I, I can't even finish that. And um, I'm still dealing with this IRS crap. But um, I'm definitely willing to put the money away in the next few months for what I just said. So I will check it out as far as the national certification and or if it's by state, and um, I'll definitely step up to the plate for whatever we got to do in the near future. I don't care, but, you know, I, I have to be protected to be able to work. Otherwise, I can't, I can't you know, they're going to be. And yes, I'm getting frustrated, brother. But I really appreciate your call, and, um, Dave, I, I can't thank you enough. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'll, so I got to go back to work because I got I to gotta get up at 5, and then, I you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Zoom you a quick letter and uh, check. And uh, guys, you have a good night. I'm just going to listen while I'm going back to work. All right. But if you think of anybody, Neil, I'll call you. Know, I'll talk to you next weekend. You know, or if you talk to any of the engineers. Okay. I really appreciate it, guys. And thanks again, man. Neil. Okay. Have a good night. All right. Hey, Neil. I have a quick question for you, Neil. It's uh, Ken C. The Light from Southwest British Columbia. Does anyone have a problem clicking on the join button to get into talk shoes? I'm totally locked out of talk shoe for like a, all day today. I, I, the page loads. It says join to join the call, and I click it, and the little JavaScript in the box doesn't even pop up. And I'm using like four different devices. Yeah, a lot of us have had problems today. Yeah. 
Yeah, this has been going on for months, though. I, I end up having to go buy a new device, and then that device will work for periodically, and then that one seems to stop working. I get the missing plug-in all the time, but I know I have the right plug-ins because I can stream audio and video from YouTube and everything. I've been having problems, too. I can't even get on to talk to you. Um, not anymore. Dave, I want to say something before you leave. Um, I was going through a grounding site today about all, they had all kinds of grounding stuff, and they had a grounding thing for a car, and they were charging over $550 for it. Wow. I just wanted to let you know that. I know you're talking okay. about you know having a grounding uh, item for cars, and I just... You know, wow, some people yeah. are really out there, you know. <laughs> I mean, that makes your free CD for our, for our um, you know, um, tinnitus even even bigger. It's a bigger deal yeah. than you feel, you know. And thank you, Dave. That's really, really, I mean, we're all very grateful to you. Well, thank you very much for the kind words. And, and Dave, uh, do I send my know. letter to your P.O. box? Yes, that'd be fine. Or or my email, uh, which was on the instru- well, I don't know if you got my email or not, but uh, yeah, if you'd send it through the mail, that'd be just fine. Okay, good. Thank you. P.O. Box, right? P.O. Box three nine four, Van Buren, Missouri six three nine six five. Cool. Cool. I sure appreciate it. Sure. Well, we appreciate you. Yeah, uh, Mutual Neil, admiration society here. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, Neil, uh, one time I was able to record this technology. Uh, I did an experiment where I took a plain metal wire, like baling wire, and ran it through the trees about six feet off the ground, about a football length uh, of wire, and I attached it to my oscilloscope with a 2200 microfarad capacitor uh, shunted across it. So only low frequencies would pass to my oscilloscope. And the wave that I, the waves that I seen, I, it was just amazing. They're around one to 10 hertz, but they're not hertzian waves. That's what I was trying to explain. They're not radio waves, they're pulses. In other words, uh, on my oscilloscope, I seen a triangle, oh my like God, <laughs> like a half of a wave, the top half of a sine wave, but it was a triangle. So I knew it was electronically uh, made because there are no electromagnetic waves that are triangles uh, in nature. And then about five seconds later, uh, a negative pulse triangle shape wave and different shapes of way uh, pulses were coming across my oscilloscope so I took an audio recorder a cassette player recorder and recorded for about 20 minutes and since it's below your hearing I uh, had a variable rate cassette player so I sped it up and it sounded like cannons going off like there was a huge war going on it was really amazing. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. And get this. I had no amplifier, and there was 250 millivolts coming through that wire. And this was out where I live in the woods. There was no radios. There was no transmissions. This is coming from 
the earth itself, the atmosphere or from the ground. Wow. Yeah, go take a look at the schematic for the scalar detector. It's fairly simple. But that's why, uh, you know, there's no meter that can pick that up other than the oscilloscope, uh, those positive pulses and negative pulses, because it's not a sine wave. And Tesla talked about that. So, you know. Yeah, that's a real sign. And, you know, obviously military-grade signal intelligence is exactly that. Yeah. And and this is why Scalar was kept hush-hush in the universities and electrical engineers weren't told about it. They were told it's not true. Right. I'm multitasking right now, so <laughs> anybody has anything they want to share, feel free. Yes, this is Matthew Arrington from Cedar City, Utah. I've been listening and muting for a while because I'm I'm very, very interested in what everyone has to say. I, I'm, I talked earlier about supercomputers, about four or five of them being used. I believe one of them is being used by the Federal Bureau of Investigation from the University of California, San Diego. I believe that they may be using um, information collected for the Federal Bureau of Investigation to collect data for the Department of Defense and for the possibly for the NSA as well. For myself, I talked about having a microprocessor in chip, uh, microprocessor chip implanted into my head. At one time, I had a tracking device that was fairly large that was inside of my throat. Now, I know that they have a transducer in my throat also as well, and I'm not quite sure what a transducer does or how to block a transducer. Yeah, let Dave tell you about that. He could explain it better than me and how this Yeah, uh, transducer ch yeah, changes one form of energy into another. And I, I was watching a uh, show on history, I believe it's History Channel, but anyway, uh, in New Zealand, a family had uh, alien visitations every night. And uh, one morning, the child, the family uh, child in the house, spit up a uh, teardrop-shaped metal device. And it had numbers, a serial number, and they did research, and it come from Switzerland and was a computer component. So what you're saying makes really a lot of sense, uh, you know. And, and come to find out what this does in that particular case, uh, I guess government agents would come in the house every night, but the transducer would change their vision to make it look like aliens and not humans. So they could experiment on the people in the in the house. Yeah. Can you unmute her in headlights, please? I got a text. She's muted. Yeah, I'm actually uh, working on trying to do a few of those things and having a bit of problem here. I'll do it as soon as okay. I can. Sorry. No, it's all right. I would like to also say this is Matthew again. There's also eavesdropping. I can hear clicking that's going on and off inside of where I'm at, usually in the evening time. 
and sometimes this happens in other places where I'm at, but by hear this clicking sound, it can actually input and output signals with this eavesdropping equipment that they're using. And so I wanted to let everyone know that as well with these supercomputers. Um, Matthew. Yes. Um, I didn't know if you knew you mentioned the uh, University of San Diego is having a, a large piece in this. And I find that interesting because evidently there's going to be one of the first studies on EMF at that university. And they're calling for people who are EMF sensitive. <laughs> which would be Fair all of us, of course. And I do believe one of the targets is gonna uh, is planning on going. But I just found that interesting. You you mentioned the university. And Dave, I have a question. Triangle wave. Well, are you saying that they can change the shape of the waves, or do you think that they are using something like the quantum energy field, which is a, I don't know anything about this. Is a triangle wave itself or something? How how can they do that? Well, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is very, very high technology, uh, and, you know, it, traditional transmissions of radio waves uh, requires a sinusoidal waveform. There's a top half and a bottom half, a negative and a positive. What I'm saying is I detected and recorded positive-only sections and negative-only sections. It was not a wave. It was a pulse set, a set of pulses. And not going uh, above and below zero. And for traditional meters to pick up uh, signals, it requires a traditional sinusoidal wave. So, you know, these uh, systems are hard to pick up, and regular meters won't pick them up. Because I wonder if it is coming from the atmosphere, because I have a theory. I'm really watching these chemtrails and everything, and I've seen some very interesting things in the sky, including something hidden by a cloud, but they did a lousy job, and it looked like plasma, a plasmic field. And I wondered if what they were doing was taking the negative ions out of the air and using the positive ones and then charging them. Sounds like that's, ARP. Yeah, that's what sounds, I Yeah, that's it's what harp. I wondered. Sounds like ARP. So could they not make a triangle-shaped wave? Like you did mention you thought it was from the ground or the atmosphere. Um, could, could they do something like that? Sure. Uh, I mean, that's, you know, kind of that's the problem. Uh, we have inventors working for the government, and if you know uh, they are paid enough, they will invent anything. <laughs> yeah. And we need morals. We need morals. You know, inventors need to realize the consequences of their inventions. That's the problem. I know. Look at poor Tesla. He's probably turning in his grave, and he didn't have ill intent or greed, from what I understand. But so much of of what came through him that could have been used for good things, and he displayed could be used for good things, was just turned around and militarized. Yeah, it's that's sad. And, and there are a lot of angry scientists that 
found out what they thought they were doing for the defense of their country turned out to be being done uh, to their own people, which unfortunately, you know, because of the megalomaniacs and the competition between countries and everybody trying to steal each other's resources, the competition has driven the human race to create technology to destroy itself. Yeah, like the inventor of the machine gun, he said, this is the end of all war. Nobody would go to war uh, after my invention, the machine gun, because it's too scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, by the uh, way, Dave, I keep trying to use your CD. I'm not going to quit, but they sure make me sick when I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they will try I mean, everything in the book. Is, I have to put it aside, wait a few days, pick it up, you know, I'll just keep playing the game, I guess. Well, try it, try it on really low volume and okay. over a week to two weeks, just slowly turn it up a little bit and, uh, you know, well, sneak it in there. <laughs> They're making me, like, really nauseous. Yeah, try putting yeah. on a, a woofer if you've got a really bassy bass speaker. Now, you know what's funny? I I did better with my other earplugs until I got these that he he recommended. And it, they're very bassy earplugs. Well, I do know you have to have uh, Yeah, you have to have the proper headphones uh yeah. and uh you know statement. And so, if you I mean, if you can start. soldier on through it, you know. Oh Jesus hard. Well, well it Okay, you got to have the headphones. Okay, so it's not going to do me any good to put it on my stereo. Well, uh, you know, you really must use the headphones all night and every night and have it on repeat. Uh, now, I do play it during the day. I, I put it, uh, you know, on a small stereo, and I do play it as background noise, and it does help. But I'm saying okay, to get yeah, the should... most results, you have to use the headphones. Right. But maybe I should start with that. Maybe I just have to do yeah, that. Different. Yeah, you could get used to the sound if you want to uh, play it on a stereo, just on low in the background. I don't think you know. it's the sound. At first I did, but I think it's them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. I've got many reports where they will turn up the tinnitus when you put on the CD, and people are like, hey, this makes my tinnitus worse. I'm like, no, they're turning <laughs> it up. They're trying to trick you. Keep listening to it, and they do. They they listen to me, and they follow the instructions, and they're like, wow, he was right. It knocked it out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, they, they will. They'll make you feel I'm like I'm jealous of all these people that get these immediate results because I can't even, you know, basically. I mean, one, one time it worked, and it felt good, and then after that I just got blasted every time. But, yeah, it's a process. You know, it, it takes time. It, it's not instant. And you have to listen to it every night. In other words, you know, if I stop listening to it, the tinnitus would recover and it would try to make a reconnection. Could you talk about shielding the CD players? They like to break them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I've got many reports of CD players being zapped. Uh, they listen to my CD for 24 hours. The next day, uh, a CD player won't work. Brand new CD players. I mean, I've got so many reports of this that I'm recommending wrapping your CD player in aluminum foil 
and leaving the CD in that CD player as a dedicated unit. Do not take the CD out. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that will stop that because they are damaging CD players uh, trying to keep people from listening to the CD. Just one layer of aluminum foil or many? That's what I think should uh, protect it. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to try that. You, know. you might want to put an insulator over that. You know, that kind of uh, thin sheets of foam you get in packages? Yeah. Or even even bubble pack. I mean, just be resourceful. Cardboard that you can bend and shape somewhat. If you can get some kind of an insulator, even foam rubber, uh, and then do the foil over that and then do another layer of the insulator over that so that they don't turn the foil into an antenna and use it against you in other ways. What about ripping the CD and putting it on an MP3 player? Is that a possibility? I don't know what format you recorded that CD in, Dave. I don't know if it's Somebody MP3 did that. He said it worked. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, you want to use the highest quality format. And actually, I don't use the CD. I recorded the CD onto a high quality voice recorder, a Sony voice recorder, and it uh, has SHQ, which means super high quality. That means it's equal to a CD player in, in output frequencies, and it's about half the size of a pack of cigarettes, and I carry it around in my pocket, my shirt pocket, and it has no moving parts. The batteries last for three days, and uh, it works great. And uh, the Sony voice recorder? There's no model yes. number or anything? Uh, I got it at Walmart, and it was $59, but uh, you got to make sure it has super high quality, S-H-Q. Uh, let me go get it and see if I can get you a model number real quick. I'll be back in a second. Hello, this is Matthew again. Is there anyone listening? I'd like yeah. to. Uh, well, I would like to say that uh, some of the some of the inputs that I'm getting are also coming from magnetic energy type of things. I can actually see the voices coming at me okay. yeah. through magnetic impulses. So that's something that I can actually see. There's actually a magnet that I know that they're using above me anywhere I go with electromagnetism at any time. So that's just something that I just wanted to share with everyone. And I wanted to let, uh, I'm interested the, the leather hat is something that I haven't tried yet. So I know there's a left side signal input that goes into my, my the side of my head. And so I'm thinking a leather hat, as long as it covers the left side of my head. And uh, I also want to share that wearing magnets seem to help as well as far as uh, imploding uh, in the implants and things like this. I've learned quite a bit, and I really don't have anything else to share. I just want to know that is this talk to is this every Sunday at the same time? It's uh, yeah, the it same is. number and yeah. the same extension and, and uh, signal number, what have you? Yeah, and you can go over to Citizens AHT. Dot org, um, and you'll see uh, all the archives of all the newsletters that Skizit's done. 
<clears throat> and there's some information there on a shielding material that's called Linkstat, which is carbon impregnated polyethylene. Looks like black plastic tarp material. And then you can go over to stopabductions.com and take a look at the thought shield helmets he builds with Velostat, which is like Linkstat, only it's half as thick. So we're we're making eight layer hats that we can wear and <clears throat> you know obviously you could use something like a a pilot's hat that goes you know over your sides of your ears and down your brain stem and have that be your hat that you'd wear at night unless you're riding a motorcycle and wouldn't look too stupid um otherwise you can you know have a hat that's acceptable for daytime use even if it's just a baseball cap and and it helps. I mean, it helps to the point that if they a plane flies over and they hit me in the heart, I can take the baseball hat off with the eight layers of link stat and cover my heart, and the pain stops instantly. If they hit my forehead or my temples, I just tip the hat down to where it covers that area, and the pain stops instantly. Um, it is just for microwave. It won't block infra or ultrasound type technology or obviously scalar and probably some of the high-tech radar that's just so complex I can't even understand it. But it is a help for anything that's microwave symptom-related. Interesting. And we we have that product available for people. It comes out of Canada. Really good stuff. I know that uh, we're making progress connecting together like this. This is the first time I've done this, so... You said it was citizenaht.org? Yeah, and that stands for Citizens Against Harmful Technology. Very good. And she's really a world-class researcher. You can see uh, some of her organized stalking videos and a lot of research she did on the biosynthetics of Morgellons and other designer diseases on her YouTube channel, which is Skizit Gesture on YouTube, spelled S-K-I-C-I-T-G-E-S-T-U-R-E. A lot of people, including an NSA whistleblower, recently uh, sent me an email and said, you know, tell her thank you for all of her hard work, because that website is very, very informative. Could you repeat that one more time? Because I, they are controlling me to not be able to write this down. The citizensaht.org. Or the other one that you had mentioned. Yeah, her YouTube channel is Skizit Gesture, all one word. S-K-I-C is in zebra, I-T, G-E-S-T-U-R-E. And there's uh, probably 150 videos there. She's done thousands of hours of research. And anybody who would be so kind to send an email to her um, saying thank you for all her hard work and all the extra suffering that she's she's done for being on the front line as a major whistleblower and asset to the TI, to the TI community, her email is skizit at hushmail.com. And it would be uh, very good timing for, for people to send a letter to say thank you for the extra suffering that you've done to 
to put out so much truth and research so much bad news and be attacked so viciously. Please, please honor her and stop and send send a letter saying thank you. She's paid dearly. Excellent. Um, I would like to also share surveillanceissues.com, which is what I something that I had found on the Internet as well, which was kind of interesting to kind of share some information on uh, surveillance issues and things. I have learned quite a bit, so I'm going to uh, not be listening anymore, and I'll be uh, definitely um, coming back for more support and it's good for me to, to gather as much information as possible and to let people really know what's going on because I've been here in the city that I'm at in Cedar City, Utah, and I do believe that they are using FCC type of things because when I turn on my TV, they actually send sound waves or some type of, of waves where they can actually send signals across the air that I'm picking up with, with just an not a not a uh, cable or satellite, but just on radio frequency. And anywhere that I'm around, you can actually see people talking on the television uh, set or media. Yeah, one uh, person they actually yeah. said, uh, you, "We're watching you on channel 31." Okay. It's true. If you want my frequency list, you can email me at Electric Rose. 22 at Yahoo. Yahoo. Yes. And uh, you'll you'll find just a compilation after 400 hours of doing R&D conference calls with about 20 techs and engineers. <laughs> just a, a compilation of of everything from extremely low frequencies that have certain effects on people from Barry Trower in the UK who's uh was MI6 or MI5 and and did a lot of microwave research, and and then um, a whole list of who's licensed by the FCC to use certain bandwidths, and a variety of uh, harmful delivery systems in the ranges that they operate in, all the information for the, the whole smart grid network, cell towers, Gwen towers, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, Zigbee, and more is on there. It's a constant work in progress I just keep adding to. Really excellent. I just want to say to you and to Dave and to Neil that you're very dedicated, and I really appreciate your time. I was working with, uh, while I was actually getting support from cover harassment and surveillance for quite a while, and they did make an appearance in San Diego for me. If you actually see them, the picture of them in front of the YMCA building on Broadway, that's where I was living, and that's the Armed Services building, and that's where I was implanted with a communication chip from the Miramar station to be able to communicate through. And if you're ever in that building, let them know that the FBI, if they want to implant in that building, they can do so. And some of these high-tesla buildings that have a lot of energy capacity if they follow you with a satellite, they can do this type of thing. So Yeah, it's true. It's true. There's even talk of uh, teletransporting people and 
putting implants in them from somewhere else. And as Dave mentioned earlier about uh, using holographic or hologram technology to make it look like it's aliens. Um, but there's some reports that say that Hitler had flying saucers and he just didn't have them equipped with, with weapons, which is why they weren't used. But <laughs> there's a whole uh, a lot of information about uh, alphabet agencies using this higher technology uh, that they may have back-engineered from, from things like what happened in uh, Roswell in 1947. And there's a book I think you can get for free online that's just privately published called The Deep Sleep. And it actually talks about the timeline uh, from 1947 and the information that was found uh, that was left for us by people from Atlantis and the Atlantean diggings and what they found in a a room or a building called the, the Labyrinth with 3,000 rooms. Uh, so uh, that's really the time frame that they came up with their plan to to do eugenics and, you know, save what they thought was the cream of the crop in underground cities and, and possibly off-planet, depending on how far they got with technology, which they ended up getting pretty far. And it's interesting that, that somebody reported to me that Tesla said that he had been talked to by aliens and by angelic beings. So between the variety of information, you know, confusion is really a sign of evil. Um, and the confusion around aliens and UFOs and alphabet agencies using this higher technology and where did we get it? All I can say is, you know, how, how did we come from covered wagons to self-assembling nano-frequency responsive technology uh, being implanted into people's bodies? The Army is admitting to doing teletransport at this point. And Andrew Baziago uh, was apparently in this space program when he was younger and talked about teletransport and a military base that's on Mars. Um, certainly not here to say I could verify that, so for whatever it's worth, but I will tell you that he is running for president as a mail-in ballot president uh, to where you don't have to pay $5 million to be out there on the front lines like the other two people are. So it's honored in 44 different states to do a mail-in ballot. So I think his website is Andrew Basiago's B-A-S-I-A-G-O.com. And unfortunately, he's not getting a lot of attention, you know, because of money. Exactly. But the, the things that he talked about in, in teletransport and, and off-planet stuff that's going on. Uh, there, there's no way that the human race came from covered wagons on dirt roads with potatoes in their pockets to keep their hands warm to to the high technology that, that we know about, let alone what the military-industrial complex has uh, in 200 years. There's, it, it's, not an, it's not a natural evolutionary timeline. 
So I'd say there was some external forces at work and that the human race has been tricked and turned against itself. And now it's up to them to prove uh, how much they'll pull together. Perhaps decide that the wireless conveniences aren't worth complete genocide. Believe me, I, I think this, the, the whole facet of what I've been able to explain to doctors, they've taken CT scans and said, well, we can't find anything. And I've told them that they may do, need to do MRIs, and they say that it's not necessary. And then when I tell people what's going on, they just tell me, well, I'm kind of by myself. I really don't really deal with a lot of people, and it's kind of a bubble type of world with with this new technology of cell phones and things, but they just say, okay, good luck. And then the frustrating part is that I've contacted every facet and level of government for the last seven years and been told that they do not investigate satellite surveillance because it's not a federal crime. And actually there's a contract by by. McDonnell Douglas that the FBI agency is using, and they're allowed to use this contract as long as it does not break the Constitution. Well, the Constitution is, is actually being broken, and actually for me to get an attorney to say, well, hey, look, I need proof that this is going on without them you know, spending years and years and years of trying to get the FBI to say, well, yeah, this is what we found, and this is what we've investigated. It's just so, it makes me feel, you know, it draws lines between frustration and anger, especially with no no response from the president at all. Oh, I yeah, have. no, it, it is masterminded. Um, <clears throat> and unfortunately, our legal systems have been corrupted. Unfortunately, there's really a lot of proof of a variety of methodologies being used to control people and... Um, you know, anybody going up against the military-industrial complex, which goes as far as to say that uh, in Maryland, apparently the the people said, we're going to shut off your power and water to the NSA headquarters. And that didn't ever end up happening. And the reason is that those people were probably targeted so badly or threatened so Part of what you see is typical strong-arm mafia to uh, blackmail people or coerce them or threaten them or hurt something that they care about to get them to shut up. And this is why there's no precedence being set because, you know, if you walked up to a lawyer and a judge and said, take this money we're giving you under the table and shut your mouth and walk away from this case or we're going to kill your daughter. And by the way, your German shepherd's hanging from a tree in your backyard, and that's just a warning to let you know that you don't want to mess with us because we mean business. Hey, Neil, Neil, could you unmute uh, Deer in Headlights? She sent me a text. I think she wanted to add something, but she says she can't get unmuted or something. Yeah, I'm actually uh, frozen up right now, waiting for it to load. So just tell her to be. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just uh, I would, she didn't understand why she couldn't get unmuted. I think so. And yeah. forget the FBI, uh, fella, because yeah, that's right. Since 2002, I sent over 400 pages of typed perfectly evidence 
times, places, peoples, everything else. And they don't even have the decency, even though they sign for every package I've sent to them from the deputy director at the top all the way through. They don't even have the decency after they sign for everything to respond in any way whatsoever. And these people knew I was targeted since probably 2000 that I'm, I'm guessing. And I was, I really trusted some of the people in the system in, in the area that I'm in. And then they transferred my case to headquarters because it was kind of international. And in the meantime, um, I trusted in these people and they are monsters because they led me on for 16, oh, well, actually 15 years and would do nothing as much as I pleaded with them. And it was horrific because I think in the beginning they could have stopped this when I first started um, sending all this information, but they didn't want to. And now I've got a few letters written that when I'm gone, they're going to be mailed that day, and these people will have something to think about, let me tell you. I'll I'll leave an imprint in their brains for the rest of their life. And I'm a good writer, so yeah, that's, the best, that's the best I can do. That's the best I can do. And and just understand, and I'll, I'll just tell you, you know, I called the FBI probably 15 or 16 years ago, and the lady that answered when I said, I think somebody's aiming microwave at me, can you investigate? And she sounded afraid, and she said, there's nothing we can do for you. And I said, can you refer me to an agency that can? Uh, and she said no, and she hung up. But she definitely sounded afraid, so she had been briefed uh, to stay out of it. So, and realize, she knew. Yeah, she knew. She was briefed, yeah. and the problem is that, it, you know, not everybody in any alphabet agency is involved in doing these things any more than in the military-industrial complex. Some people are coerced. Some are misinformed or compartmentalized so they you know think they're doing something in the best interest of of their country's safety and all that uh it's it's very typical variety of mafia style organized crime infiltration with a handful of bad apples that are doing the dirty work and know damn well what they're doing is harmful to good people and wrong and I also contacted the Homeland Security from uh, 2000 as well. Now, that's 15 years because I didn't find out till 2015 all about this. So I knew everything was crazy in my life, but I couldn't figure out how and what, and I couldn't research it on the computer for many stupid reasons. But anyway, um, even Homeland Security, they were the same exact way. Everybody behaves the same way that you contact everybody. They They will, unless you get lawyers probably and get lawsuits going and everything else, you as an individual can do nothing, and your local police, they're the worst prep, uh, perpetrators of this whole crime. So forget well, them, the state it's police the same and everything thing, else. Though, Lou, I mean, it's, it's a variety. I've talked with some of the police. Uh, we've had an ex-retired cop come by here and aim his cell phone at Skizet and then, you know, pissed her off. So she got in her truck and followed him and videoed him, and that pissed him off, so... He came walking back by the house, and I was on the front porch, and she was in the house, and and um, he turned and aimed his cell phone horizontally straight at me on the front porch, and I got up out of my chair and and said, you know, don't point your effing cell phone at me or my property, 
I have implants in my body, and I've detected them with a $12 CC308. Uh, that's for your information, Utah. It's on Amazon. Look for a quarter-inch scar behind your ears, and look for general scars you don't think should be on your body. Buy a CC308 and aim the, the antenna on the thing, and it'll tick faster when you're getting over something that's that's being used as a transceiver and sending and receiving RF signals. But anyway, um, uh, I got up and, you know, walked towards the guy, and he said, well, I'm calling the police. And, and I said, go ahead. I said, I'll go grab the 44-page booklet. You're effing with the wrong people here, buddy. And he said, well, I'm an ex-retired cop. And I said, I don't give a shit what you are. We're being harmed by people, and I think you know damn well what you're doing. And he tried to play innocent and pretend he was just walking by, and he walked by to go on his little walks. And I said, I know, you walk by, and, and I've seen you walk by, but you shouldn't aim your cell phone horizontally. That's really a dead giveaway. So the police showed up, and I handed him Skizit's 44-page booklet, which is uh, at citizensaht.org for free up at the top. You can grab a PDF of that and print it out and have it with you, because when you run into situations, uh, you can hand somebody a copy of that, which verifies the technology and patents and background research and everything. By the time I was done with the two cops, one was very polite, the other one was kind of cocky and rude, and I just said, what we're doing is for the future of your children, and I'm happy for you that you have tools that make you safer and protect you and help you to do your job, but we have a corrupt element that's infiltrated all of our organizations that is really out to to destroy the future of your children. I said, do you remember when there was a blue sky? Do you remember when it felt safe when people had block parties? And and so I said, you're, you're effing with the wrong people here. And because he said to me, he said, well, does your friend there have a, a mental health history? And I said, no, she has a website with 560,000 hits on it in three years. And that's when I said, you're effing with the wrong people. By the time I was done talking to them, the cocky cop was no longer cocky, and the other one was hanging his head down very sad. And he looked up at the ex-cop who was pissed off standing there, and he said, I'm not filing a police report. Have a nice day. And they left. So have some documentation with you and let people know. And let them know we are the pioneers. We're out there on the front lines, and we're doing what we can do not to fight a war, but to stop what's harming the human race. Because it would be really embarrassing to put on our timeline that the human race died because we allowed a handful of maniacs that wanted to steal and control everything to do that. Because the bottom line is, if you make people realize the reason they're not sleeping and eating right and that people are arguing when they didn't argue like that before, that their smart meters are relaying through their house, 
that every 20-second meter is a master meter that sends the pulses off to the company to give the readings on the meters. And what's coming through the secondary DC circuits in ELFs and, and surveillance capabilities through those meters and the convenience of Wi-Fi and the digital flat screen TV and the, the dithering on computer screens that's kept at a lower resolution than we're capable of having because of the entrainment capability of it to be where it is. Let them know that their two smartphones can cook an egg to a hard-boiled egg in 65 minutes. All we have to do is stop supporting it. If everybody just said, I'm not having a smartphone, if we all just put them down, if everybody went to StopSmartMeters.org and got the paperwork that they have right there for your state to opt out of having the smart meter and put a little note on the document saying that you're uh, having health problems and that you have a meter that's detecting how many pulses are coming out of that per day and the ranges that it's, that it's coming out and that you have blood work showing Rouleau, which is a sign of microwave exposure, and then just say the one last word that gets their attention, lawyer. You'll yes. put an analog meter, not the digital other replacement that still has smart meter capabilities. You'll put the thing with the little silver wheel that spins around, the analog meter, no digital readout, LCD, no. Analog meter, if you don't want to do that, I'll go pay the 60 bucks and I'll buy one off the Internet, take yours off, I'll plug mine in, you put your little ring band around it with your little lock. They have easement rights, but because you own over 90% of your own property or where you're renting, they don't have the right to put something harmful there. If you mention health problems and lawyer, chances are you're going to get cooperation. Uh, we've all got to just stop supporting it and, and just know that, that the Rothschilds are majorly invested in PG&E, electric company, and are partially responsible for the design of the smart grid network. Uh, have you seen a picture of, of David Rockefeller? Yes, he, I have. He could play the devil in a movie. And we'd all be sincerely scared shitless that he was really the devil. That guy looks so evil. So stop supporting. This this doesn't, you know, we're not going to do any good to go out in the streets and protest and then the police show up with their acoustic weapons and make everybody throw up on their shoe and get them to disperse. Uh, it, it's not about fighting against anything. It's just about not supporting it. Not supporting it, yes. What was that website you mentioned for getting for keeping information on on myself and uh, what many people the, know? The StopSmartMeters.org. Yes. Stopmeters.com. And and also another one that would be valuable to you. This lady stuck her neck out so big and 
her and I talked on the phone, and, and, and she said, I have grandchildren, Neil, and I'm willing to die for this. And, and I said, well, I think children are beautiful, and I remember when the human experience was beautiful, and I'm willing to die for it, too. And so her website has got so much work on it that it's overwhelming. Uh, it's stopthecrime.net. And this lady has done so much in so many directions. Her name is Deborah Tavares. Very good information. Yeah, I'm, I'm, cause I, live, I live right next to a, uh, a Southern Utah University. And like I said, some of these voices that come down are 24 hours a day from the satellites. And they're perverse and they're racist and they're, uh, you know, they know what's going on. I mean, I, I go on, on campus and let people know what's going on. But the thing of it is, is that, you know, I think the frustration might come out of they, they may contact the government and find out the government's not doing anything about it. So when they see me, they just flip me off because they know I'm being controlled most of the time anyway. What they're seeing through my eyes are actually being, you know, controlled and uh, with the military as well. Um, at one time, with the tracking device in my throat, the agencies for the FBI and a lot of people in the United States Marine Corps and other people in the military invested into the satellites so that people could actually watch through the satellite television me being attacked. And it's kind of like a pro-coin-tell type of thing, but not as big, and it's not directed towards any country like Israel or anything like this, but mostly just towards me. And they've made millions of dollars having people pay them like $50 a month to watch this for a long time. But this continues going on, and I'm continually being attacked. And um, like I said, I, I'm just now getting to a point to where I can actually, you know, not be homeless and not be in San Diego and finally just be able to settle down and you know, contact, you know, uh, to talk to like I have tonight and learning a little bit more about everyone contributing together this way and maybe not myself spending so much time bashing the government and, and trying to find out what they can do about it because you're absolutely right. You know, finding it that way doesn't seem to make sense, but I think that when I was in Portland, Oregon, they, they did something called Chalk Talk where they would actually get chalk and actually put right down what they wanted people to see on the on the sidewalk and why I would, would you know would sit there and people would just, just go right ahead and just write whatever they they would want. And it's kind of interesting, you know, that uh, that was one way that people were able to express how they felt. Yeah, well you're you're gonna find a lot of people uh on universities and you may consider doing some searches, because um, I've had a few of them write me and, and say what's going on and I mean, I hate to say this, but it's like a eugenics program to say, well, you know, we're not going to give the student loans out to these certain people, and we're not going to do this for those. And, you know, the, the ones that have bloodlines or aptitudes that are so high, we're going to send them off to Yale and Harvard and Penn State, and we're going to groom them to become the perfect monsters of tomorrow. I'm avoiding the F word right now, people. 
This is so sick. But do a little search there. That's about a good point. Universities being people being targeted, and you may find some other people there. Uh, I was near uh, Salt Lake um, a few years ago for a while, and you know I found a lot of the people there to be kind and everything. But but there was something that was eerie in the background that I felt something very big and scary. I just felt it, and I was like, these two feelings don't mix, because the little town that I was in, about an hour from Salt Lake, uh, the people were kind, the stores were great, uh, the sky was pretty nice, considering what's going on with the chemtrails these days, but, yeah, I mean, and, and there's there's no safe state. Uh, I, I couldn't tell anybody where to go. I have people in Ecuador that are getting hit just as bad, so South America is is not better, and there's people from all over the world. Uh, I've had people from India, uh, from England, and from Germany and Sweden order links that through me, and they're having a hard time too. Yeah, it's amazing. Worldwide, the, this is for you know apparently or possibly four different organized crime networks that are fighting for world control with the technological capabilities that they have. And just, I I tell people this all the time, you know, as individuals, we might just be like one little ant on an anthill, but together, if you just stop all of us for just a few minutes and you just picture all these people just toppling like dominoes, Picture a snake pit full of thieves that that have no integrity or dignity, and they just eat each other up because that is what they're doing. Uh, this whole presidential race thing and all the dirt that's coming out on both of the the main two uh, is really showing that what I'm saying is true. Uh, it's time for the truth to come out, and it is leaking out everywhere. Well, the, the big thing that I've been talking to with people that I've known for years that I've talked to, you know, about the, the mind control and the satellite things, the, their major concern is that, you know, I've been reading a book on Dare called Dare to, to for Conspiracy, and in this book it was published in 1972, and it talked about the highly educated, the elite, and how they basically push political things and how they feed things through the media that are basically, the government's basically telling them what they can and cannot publish through the media. But the main point was that um, like we're talking the highly educated who can can move forward into what universities and things like this and even, even if it's a democracy or, or capitalism, corporate, corporate entity, or even communism, it's all being pushed towards socialism, and we're all being kept in a deep state of passiveness towards handouts and needing help. And what my friend is talking about is, is worrying about things like Russia and China and Saudi Arabia and all the corruption that's going on that's feeding these other countries with military contracts. With things while while 
the Department of Defense was spending trillions of dollars for wars to keep corporate America, you know, so so very rich. And he's basically saying he's saving up his money to try to get a house to be offline, to live off the land, to be. Uh, he's afraid they're going to take away assault weapons, which is you know, another constitutional right. And going forward, you know, he's he's, he's going to see what he's going to need to take to just survive without any communications at all, to live off the land, be around where he can hunt and things like this. And and you know, with, you know that it may sound a little bit outlandish, but. Going forward, with the way that the things are going with the, in this world and, and the corruption in government, it, it might just be that way to where the, the shit just might start to hit the fan. And if it does, it's never hit the fan here in American soil as far as a war, anyway. And the way it takes for FEMA to set up with just natural catastrophes and to be able to reach out to people. You know, some people really have to think about how they could have to protect themselves and things like that for survival. And and some of that maybe maybe really seemingly kind of, kind of strange, but the truth of it is going on. The more he the more he started to hate Hillary Clinton, the more he started to realize that that Trump was was sitting down and and drinking of the same cup with the elite and started realizing. I hear what my neighbor's saying. But what about no matter who is elected worldwide, each government, each country? Don't it seem like, I think it seems like the Georgia Guidestones and Hitler's plans are trying to come to fruition, so to speak, not to kill off everybody, but to make people really unite into the one government and and do robotically almost as they want them to do. Futuristically. It's going to have to come to a head eventually because more and more people waking up and they're seeing things. might seem like little ones here, a little later, but all over the world, like Neil mentioned earlier about the persons even in India and other places. So eventually the masses always through history have even have always uproared, you know, either against their government or whatever the uh, kings or queens, whoever are in charge, because it's always usually about injustice, so they won't want justice. But I think it's, it's coming to a head, like also when Neil said, in 200 years, how can we go from buggy riding and the light holding potatoes to warm, say our hands are warm when it's cold, to all of a sudden having computers and being able to go to Mars and all these other planets and I mean, something is coming about. It's been sped up, so to speak. Maybe quite literally. I'm not, that's it. I'm just going to leave it right there. I really, I'll say that uh, I believe in the Bible. I believe God is still in charge. He's allowing things to see how far it's going to go until he says it's enough. They want to unite. They want to unite. One country, one internet, one everything. Okay, I'm going to pause now. Um, Neil, 
could you give me the – do you have the um, the number handy for the Kosh headset, the model number that you gave out? I couldn't get it. Yeah, it's, it's K as in Kathy, T as in Tom, X as in an xylophone, dash pro one. Pro one, thank you. Okay. Everyone, I'm going to uh, to, to sign out or what have you and uh, get off of the phone here. I really appreciate everyone out there, especially anyone out there who has uh, been – targeted and and, and um, was helpful to me to um, for surveillance and harassment. I know we, we've done our our damnedest to let Obama know what was going on in in, in full force and the man is corrupt. So um, I don't really have anything else to say. Um, I, I will definitely be passing on more information as I go on and I do feel uh, very confident in knowing that there is support out there. And that's the number one thing. And they, the one thing about it is that is that is is for, for me to try to live my life with the mind control to be as happy as I possibly can and be thankful for where I am and where I came from, which was out on the street being attacked. And now I have a place to live and food and even though I don't have a landline, they're still able to control, you know, the inputs and outputs or what have you through my cell phone. I'm I'm really thankful for what I have at this point. Yeah. And now I'm gonna I'm gonna take the advice of not watching the television because I think a lot of that is really just a lot of fear and a lot of elite and a lot of people Oprah Winfrey and and you know all these people who are making millions of dollars just to see corporate stuff at us all the time and it's just a lot of greed out there it's really sad to think that the average median income is at $42,000 and they based the middle income from $40,000 to $100,000 and everyone is so afraid of being out on the street and losing their job and or not being able to get to the next paycheck or what have you and I'm telling you it's, it's, it just keeps pointing towards socialism throughout the whole entire world. You know, it's stagnation mm-hmm. and going mm-hmm. forward, debt versus corporate earnings going forward. And, you know, things might start to happen. Like I said, shit might just start to hit the fan. And it's good to be able to have your weapons, your food, keep keep water, keep batteries, keep first aid, things like this, because you never know. It takes. It may take weeks for you to get any assistance in case of an emergency. Anyhow, like during some of these hurricanes, and then the people are talking about an EM possible EMP attack on YouTube. Yes, sir. So I'm glad you welcome. You found us, and uh, Neil, he is a very good moderator. And I'm the hush he is. Well, it's very strange that he had mentioned the word patience one time, and it was actually inputted into my mind at the time that he had said that. So I'm wondering if, yes, I'm wondering if they're able to get from my communications to his well, communications. Well, they are. There, there's a hive mind connection that's that's showing a lot of that happening to a lot of us. Yeah, and they do see what we see. Because I, I remember I was sitting here staring at this little thing I got at Goodwill about M, that's my first name again, so for M, and it, 
it says the 13th man standing, the last man standing or something like that, a little square block. And then immediately when I looked at TV that uh, night, I do watch TV periodically. I was watching the home show. And every commercial seemed like it was repeating and showing an M or a W, like if though I had to like get it. I'm like, look at all the M's and W's just stood out on all these different commercials. Sometimes it seems that way. So I've done some experimenting too, like leaving my phone at home and then I go somewhere else, come back, and I hear a commercial on the radio or in my car and it'll be about something I've saw or kind of stared at, you know. So, yeah, I think they, they do see through our eyes and ears. Well, not see through our ears, but they use our senses. So I think Ashley, too, they're trying to get uh, robots and give them feeling, kind of like the Star Trek, give data, you know, give some of the robots feelings and then take the humans and re- remove all the emotional needs so they can have these, uh, what is it called, those robots, those uh I can't speak as eloquent in, in, in when I'm on on the on the site, so to speak, like this. Um, I kind of get tongue tied. I can't speak speak as eloquently or how you say fluent as like Neil does. He and another lady comes on here so eloquently. But I think they're trying to create a super soldier race with the, some of the humans, and on the flip side, trying to give some of the artificial intelligence. Emotions. It's weird. Just trying to play God. Yes, I, I understand what you're saying. It, I feel flaccid most of the time. I really do. It's it's it's, it's a it's a, a level of emotion that's really flat. I don't feel happy, sad. Uh, I don't know really when I'm hungry. I don't know really when I'm thirsty. I just go through the routine of eating. And the thing about the fish oil and things like that are a really good idea. I've even heard about this thing called krill oil, which is better, which is a little bit more expensive. And uh, a lot of good ideas out there. But you're absolutely right. This, uh, this emotionalist type of thing to where they may be doing some type of cybergenetic type of, of, uh, of testing on people. I simply can't understand it because it's nowhere near a military base where I'm at now, so I can't see how they could be doing testing unless, you know, they were just basically trying to test for stress, test to see what I can basically, how I function under certain situations around certain people, things like this. Because this is in no correlation to being in war or combat in any way as far as post any type of stressful situation. That's it's going to come out, my neighbor. It is going to come out. It has to, because there are still some who have feelings, and I say that persons on the outside, like you mentioned, uh, Neil mentioned Deborah Traveris. Hmm, I guess somebody hit my hit my smoke detector around the same time. <laughs> anyway, I've been hearing one in the background, but also. Um, Others are being able to they take in notice, like you mentioned, Barry Trowler and also Skizit. I know that's not a real name, but it does make some time. I had to catch myself because I'd be doing hand gestures that I guess it kind of looks like it's trying to make us look schizophrenic. Or, and no offense to those who may actually be. But uh, yeah. cause, 
this this thing is like it's designed just basically control from day one. They are wicked, the ones in the background doing this. It's all I think it's all linked to the Georgia Guidestone. And um to get the population down and experiment on those before as they're going down. But you see more and more cemeteries filling up. They are filling up. And I bet you half the people in there probably were uh just like um, being tested on, you know, being experimented on in some way without persons knowing it. And I'm going to give an example about, remember they used to talk about the cows and how these cows come up and other animals just laser cut in some kind of way and you don't even see blood or anything. Now they can do surgery with lasers. So I think they might be testing on us in some unique way. And I always said, I think, I think that they're trying to use, going to use us as some type of solar panels. I really don't know. I pray, I just pray for the intervention of God. I do believe he, well, I'm not going to say, let me stop. Believe in your own goodness. Um, I I need to just make a quick announcement. Hold on. Uh, Karen's going to do a late night call, and the call ID is 142-298. Uh, you may have some problems loading TalkShoe or the chat room tonight. There's been a lot of problems, and uh, somebody's saying to empty out the cookies out of your cache that after she did that. So you can go to Tools, and then at the bottom it'll say Options or Internet Options. And then I think you go to, what is it, Security or one of those, and you'll see... Uh, an option there to look at the cookies and you just put delete all and any of the ones that you give permission to, they just reload their cookies, but she's saying that that helped her to be able to load it right away. Yeah, it. it I, I think somebody's downloading, I think we're all getting some cookies. When somebody wants to mess with your computer, if they download some cookies, they can go right back in quickly and uh, find you. So if you just get cookies, it may you may want to make sure your passwords and whatnot are secure, but before you do that, but um, <clears throat> that that usually gets rid of some of the nonsense. Okay, just wanted to put that in there. Yeah. And it, actually, if you go to your if you go to um, your browser preferences, um, it usually get, you get your browsers up, and usually if you go to then your privacy section, there you'll find your cookies. Either you can remove individuals or the whole privacy. Thing. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I keep having to do it anywhere on my computer. They love to play with that, and I think that's their way into our computers. Is is you know um, giving you some cookies because any site you go to can unload cookies onto your computer if they want to. Um, you can fix it so they can't, but that gets involved. Um, but anyway, if we all do that once, like once a week, they won't be able to mess with us quite much. Okay. Just a little update. Well, okay. again, Karen's doing a late night call after this one ends in about 45 minutes, and the call ID is 142-298. Are you there, Karen? Okay. 42298. That's a new room. Yeah. Hi, Hi, uh, Neil. Hi. Uh, I, I, I wanted to say something. Um, Go ahead. I don't know if anybody else sees orbs, but 
I had an experience where I was never mind. In a, I was in the woods at at night, and it was there was light sources there, and I could see orbs. And I have one in each eye, and I'm like, this is weird. And I wear glasses, and what I determined was that the orbs were actually light coming out of my eyes and reflecting on my glasses. And so I was looking at this reflection in my glasses. I'm wearing my glasses, and I'm looking at the reflection in my glasses, and it's an orb. And I determined that it's actually light coming out of my eyes. And I could see, like, the back of my eye, like a reflection of the back of my eye. And in each one, there was a little black dot that was kind of moving around. Has anybody else experienced any kind of, um, had any kind of experiences with orbs? Well, yeah. Um, Is Karen around? I hope she got off the phone. Mm. She was just getting ready to talk. When I asked if she was there, then she started talking. And then I interrupted her. (laughs) I have had light energy travel out of my eyes before. I don't know why this would happen. I've never seen anything as far as any type of dots or anything, but I have seen colors of light in my eyes. And I also see images in my eyes as well. And what they also can do induce dreams with supercomputers as well. Yeah, well, this is like, I actually could see maybe the light was hitting my eyes and reflecting off my glasses. But when I was, I was looking at the orb, it was, it was a reflection on my glasses, my eyeglasses. All that I can think about is that energy could be traveling through the satellite, through my eyes is what, what I, how I can kind of describe it. Well, you can take a black light and you can hold it up to your eyes and look in a mirror and you may see some pretty interesting stuff and there's some software that you can download that'll take pictures and provide you with a negative and different color filter images and I have somebody who's been extensively working on that and finding what looks like a clear identification of of an implant in the eyes. So there's certainly a possibility with a, a frequency interface to to do stuff like this. So anybody who has a black light, uh, go take a look. Yeah, that's a good idea. But there was definitely an area in each reflection which was just black. It was just a black dot. And it's kind of moving around. And I'm like, 
oh, you know, now now I know that when I see these things, it's not what I'm looking at. It's what is inside my eye that I'm seeing as a reflection. Well, things are crazy. Uh, I've gotten a few pictures sent to me that it looks like it's snowing in places that there is no snow. You mean the weather? You mean the weather it's snowing? Where no, snow? when you take digital pictures, you're seeing the orbs, white orbs, just thousands oh. of them. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that, too. Boy, they're really poisoning the whole planet. They really uh I you know, it it's satanic, it really is. A lot of demon possessed people out there walking around. Very dangerous. This is TI67 from Utah. Neil, I appreciate your time. Everyone else listening, I appreciate your support and information as well. And uh, God bless and talk to you hopefully next Sunday. Goodbye. All right. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Oh, let's see. Dave Case never came back on with his um, the model for his Sony voice recorder. Oh, yeah, he tried, but I, I guess somebody kept talking. Yes, that was it. Bad timing. If you looked up Sony, you'll see that there's some, and make sure it has the, the replay feature and that super high-quality SHQ feature on okay. it. Anything else I should look for? Just those two things. Did he give okay. a price? What did he say? It was $59? Um, no, I think that was a CD player that was 59 oh, you're right. I don't know what this was. You're right. But I'll he check said it out. 59 What? He did. He said it was $59 at Walmart. Yeah, that was for the CD player, that, though. That was the CD player. No, well, no, we were talking about the SHQ. But I, maybe I got it mixed up, but we were right into Oh, the... I think I just got it mixed up. I think maybe the super high-quality thing is on the CD player, not the Sony recorder. Oh, no, because I wrote it all down. Sony, maybe I did. wrong. I was wrong. I've got... No, no but <laughs> the one that he wants to get the model for was something he just... He, he, he uh, records the, the CD on that and sticks it in his pocket and listens to it. It's not the CD player that he has. So the voice recorder. That's the Sony voice recorder with SHQ $59 at Walmart. The rewind. I have a cigarette box. I'm multitasking. I'm going to play this song. Uh, 
just to break up the energy, and we've got about 40 minutes left on this call, and then you can go to Karen's late-night call if you can't sleep and you feel like hanging out, and her call ID will be 142298. Thank you. Thank you, Neil.
Is that the original recording of that song? Pretty sure it was, yeah. Oh, that's so funny because, you know, I you know I, I guess a lot of times you listen to them on the car radio or whatever, but I heard sounds in that that I hadn't heard. Good oh, recording really? of it, you know what I mean? Like I heard background stuff that I never heard in that song before. Yeah, well, I'm actually using studio monitors for my recording system, which are uh, really more more bassy than I'd like to have, but... I think it was more troubly than I ever heard that song, so that's well, why... Well, yeah, I'm... because it's going through a telephone microphone. Oh, because I heard sounds in it, background music and stuff that I hadn't heard. I remember that song, you know. That's... Yeah, I figured it probably reminds us all of the the transistor radio days when it sounded so tinny and troubly. Right, right. And car radios weren't that great either at the time. You know? No, they weren't. It's like true. my stereo. I mean, what was that? Was that the 60s? Yeah, it's, uh, it says 1968. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even stereos weren't that fantastic. No, it's it's true. They were just starting to get a clue on how to make things sound way better. Right. Funny, I was listening to a Bob Dylan song. I picked it up off of YouTube. Oh, what was that song? I can't remember it. It was great. He was great. He just got a um the award. He got like a Nobel Prize or something. Yeah. Right? Yes, he did. He got a Nobel Prize, only the second American in history for literature. And uh the other one was also a musician. Neil, I sent you the whole background to that in an email. Um yes, and the problem is uh, Mr. Dillon walks to the beat of a different drummer, and he has refused to acknowledge uh, to the Swedish Nobel Peace Prize um, establishment any note of thanks or that he even received it. He It was up on his website, apparently, briefly for a few hours, but it was taken down by him. I know all about him because he happens to be Lithuanian. And uh, his grandparents were born in the capital. So he's he's Lithuanian and he's Jewish, but he's very active in music. And um, it's going to be interesting because on December 10th, he is supposedly to receive the award in Sweden, but it's still to be determined if he's going to go. But um, it's a very big, big, uh, big thing in the music industry. You're very um, correct. He, he did receive that. It's very, very important, really. He, um, did he actually refuse it? Well, what happened was he didn't refuse it yet. Um, I happen to know the secretary of the Nobel Peace Prize Committee, and um, she said that she con- they contacted him and invited him to come on December 10th, and he won't even respond He's he's kind of aloof about everything. He's he really walks to the beat of a different drummer or no drummer at all. So they said that they will not contact him any longer. Um, it's up to him to be there. He's had the invitation, and whether he follows through or not, this will still be determined. His son, uh, I believe, was the one that put it up on the website or on the Facebook. It was a Facebook page, is what it's on. And uh, within a couple hours, he took it off. It was there's a big there's two big articles in the New York Times. Neil, I sent them both to you. You can read all the whole thing. Okay, thank you. 
You're it welcome. may very well be that um, he's just kind of eccentrically private. Oh, he is. He's, as a matter of fact, he just recently played the guitar for the first time in four years. He's 75 years old, and um, he lives his own private life. He really does. He doesn't want to be at all involved with the rest of the world. He's just a very private him? person. Do you blame him? <laughs> no, I don't. I think he's a very intelligent person. I played yeah. all his music when I was in college on banjo and guitar, and I, you know, I grew up with him and all, and he's not far from my age, so we're very close in age. And um, he's a tremendous, uh, they did this, you know, this is why he received this, because he's genius in literature and literary um, lyrics. And um, this is why, and it's so rare, and a lot of people were very against him receiving this award because they wanted to see a younger person that would make an impact and leave a footprint on the world rather than this man. But as you know, and everybody knows, there's so many songs that he's written that um, people don't realize. Like, Blowing in the Wind was one of his main ones when the whole thing started with him, as you remember. And he does still appear. He's on a concert tour right now. He doesn't talk at his concerts. He just sings songs and plays music. I mean, that's it. He has no personality as far as the rest of the world is concerned. And he's just an interesting person because he's unique and he's eccentric and he's unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think he's genius in his writing, just like I do Jimmy Buffett. He's another one of my heroes. His oh, yeah. rhyming abilities and his ability in lyrics are second to none on the planet, Jimmy Buffett, believe it or not. If you listen to his songs and listen to how he can rhyme such music that makes so much sense is beyond me. You know, anybody can rhyme things, but most of it doesn't make sense. But he really is something else. He's going to celebrate his Jimmy Buffett, his 70th birthday on Christmas Day this year. And uh, he's got a new Christmas CD coming out about that time, and it's going to be a big time, uh, (laughs) a big celebration, I have a feeling. (laughs) Well, yeah, he kind of... um... He, he, the crowd that follows Jimmy Buffett basically are partiers. That's right. Really, and no matter where he goes, he is so loved. And he just had his last concert on this tour for this year in Irvine, California, last year. And I get it on my satellite radio. They're all live. Of course, I tape them. And, um, He's going, he, he has just about owned St. Bart's, which is the most beautiful island in the Caribbean. And um, they go down there, and he treats everybody he knows very, very well. And uh, he's worth over $400 million. And this year he told his wife uh, in one of the concerts, uh, Darling, um, I'm going to be giving $200, $200 million of our wealth away um, to help people in the world. So, I mean, he just, you know, off the top of his head, this is what he's going to (laughs) do. He's really, you know, he's he's another eccentric one. But uh, I was going to uh, ask him to write the foreword for my book until my editors went ballistic. So I I had to rescind that idea. But um, (laughs) instead, probably the president of Lithuania will be doing it. But in the meantime, I, I really wanted him to do it. But I don't know. He's He's just a refreshing breath of fresh air. You know, he loves to sail, he loves the water, he loves nature, he loves being outside and all. And 
um, I don't know. I think he's a, a welcomed uh, addition to the planet. I really do. Mm. And I don't have any stake in any of his life. Oh. Honestly, I just like him. <laughs> I I have most of my shirts are Jimmy Buffett shirts that people give me. I look like. A <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and now that winter's coming, I have long sleeve ones too. <laughs> so I, you know, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. But I, it, I don't know. I feel under the regime we're in, you've got to find outlets to do something that makes you happy. And people around me, oh, I love that, Richard. Oh, look at that tie dye. You still like tie? You know, it's it's a topic for discussion rather than why am I wearing two or three hats? You know. <laughs> well, let, let, let's see. Uh... <laughs> Let's see how many of you still have this brain cell. Do you remember this? Yeah, changes are times they are changing. That's that's Bob Dylan right there. Not the greatest musician, but boy, a fantastic yeah, he had an awful lyricist. Voice too. He really yeah, he's very abrasive. Very abrasive. Do you want to know how many years ago? That was probably from the early 60s. Yeah. yeah, we're talking 52 years old. He wrote it in 64. That's right. And the words are eerie because he says yeah, the yeah. losers now will be later to win. That's right. This is the truth, and even these guys in the in the Pentagon and and in the Vatican that have that chronovisor that are looking into the future, they know they're up shit creek without a paddle. They're going down. And we're going to get our earth back. And it is really going to be the good people. 
that are going to get it. This isn't just some stupid fantasy. So, I think the grid's going to go down, and we're going to have to go back to an older way of life where people have to work hard to survive, and people start respecting each other more. Hi, Neil. This is Lonnie in Washington. Thank you for unmuting me. I've been on for a while. Yeah, sorry, I've been getting the chat freezing up on me all night. So every oh, time oh I no. death, I'm, I'm sorry. It's all right. I was going to say my favorite Dylan song. I mean, out of all of them. I was a freshman in 1964, so he's been around for most of my life. But, um, I, I like what, He became a Christian there for about two albums. And one song he sang was, You Gotta Serve Somebody. It may be the devil, but it may be the Lord. That was a good one. He did he did really good ones, and I don't know where he went with his faith after that. But I wanted to say, when I first came on, there was a woman talking about the second coming of the Lord, and she's looking forward to that, and I am too. And I just wanted to suggest, if she's still around, I wanted to suggest a, um, a YouTube um, series that I listen to a lot. And it's a guy from Israel who became a Christian and never read a, a word in the New Testament. He, it just was... You know, it's obvious to him, you know, when he read, he knew the Old Testament. But anyway, his name is um, Amir, A-M-I-R-T-S-A-R-F-A-T-I, Amir Sarfati, and he does something called Behold Israel, but he keeps up with, um, he keeps up with what's going on all over the world today, especially in the Middle East, and um, she might find that interesting. He uh, does it, you know, I think he keeps, he adds something to it at least every week. So I just thought I'd suggest that. And I think Dylan, as much as I absolutely love the guy, you know, when somebody pays you a compliment, you ought to at least say thank you. <laughs> I know, I know, because, you know, it really was back in an era where, as mm-hmm. Luda said, you could make something rhyme and it didn't make sense, and we all sang it. And, <laughs> and then years later, you're like, what the hell does that really mean? You know, you're actually thinking now and not just going along with something that just had a flow to it. But uh, I think it was Grace Slick from Jefferson Airplane uh, had said that, you know, it's just like in in the 60s times, everybody just kind of accepted what music came. And a lot of it was good and diverse and some of it was beautiful. Some of it, I think they really got paid too much for uh, stuff that wasn't that great at all. I'm afraid so, but it's fun to look back at it. So, who was who's the guy that? Um, let's see, I can't think. Oh, I don't think very well at this hour. I'm sorry. Um, Jimi never... Hendrix. Yeah, okay. I mean, it, take a look at that. I mean, Jimi Hendrix comes along and takes the Bob Dylan song "All Along the Watchtower" and just turns it into a massive hit. And when you read the words to that song, it, it is so deep and I mean, I think Bob Dylan should, just out of courtesy and consideration for all of us that supported him, acknowledge this Nobel Prize. I do, too. I think it's I an insult if he doesn't. I heard an interview that, that somebody did with him not too long ago, but he was saying that awards and things like that are distracting. And I guess they are, but my goodness, he's five years older than me. He's 75 now. I mean, it's time for him to relax and say, 
thank you very much. I appreciate all the accolades I've gotten because <laughs> he's really gotten them. He's been a, he's been, um, I, I guess he was a leader, you know, for the 60s quite a bit. That's when I got my guitar and started playing Joan Baez music and whatever that, um, try, everybody tried to sound like her as much as she could. And, um, it, it was a good time. It was a really good time. I don't, I can't say it was, um, I was I was in Texas, which was very sheltered at that time. It was not West Coast or East Coast, you know, um, movement, hippie movement going on where we were as much. But we loved the music. We definitely did that. Lonnie, uh-huh. uh, um, I'm a Christian, too, and um, I've been following a YouTube channel called Israeli News. Oh, okay. And the man who does it, his name is Stephen Ben Danoon, and he's a Jewish Christian. Okay. And um, he does a lot. It's um, well, just you just look it up. Look up Israeli News Live. Okay. And you'll you'll get his channel, and he has something on there about the Pope, and um. It's very, very interesting. The Pope, it's, it's about the Pope and the Antichrist. And he explains it in a way that I've never heard it explained before. Yeah. And I think it's this week. It was I looked at it today, so I think it was either yesterday or the day before. Um, but if you, if you see his, his um, channel, you'll see something about the Pope identifies the Antichrist. And if you mm-hmm. look at it, it's just very, very interesting. He's 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 found he's found what might be the right explanation for the number six six six. Oh. Well, you know, I, I listen to a lot of these guys who are into the prophecies and, and they're really right on about so much. And I wonder if they just had an inkling as to what's going on with us, I mean, that would send them over the top with it because uh, it, it, uh, that's definitely what gives me the... Um, well, uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on in the Middle East right now. Uh, I get my information, my reports on the Middle East from Israeli News Live. And, um, you know, the end times, they're all centered around Israel. Yeah, it's very. That's what I love about this little guy. I've been listening to. He actually lives. He and his family live overlooking the plain of Megiddo. Would you believe that? Wow. (laughs) He's really something. He's about forty. He said he just turned forty-four. So I mean, he's a very good speaker and very well studied too. So um, he he kind of gives you information. You know, like when um, what's going on in Aleppo right now or Syria, or uh, what is happening. He he makes it clear as to what Putin is doing, as to what the United States is doing, and how it affects the people there, because their, you know, their interests are different from either either one of the big powers. So uh, he, he gives you the whole information, and that makes it interesting to me, and um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the Lord to 
about. Well, hey, uh, I, I got to interrupt here. We have an old friend that that put thousands of hours into all the TIs, and I'm hoping he'll speak up and say hi. Are you there, Jay? Well, are you around? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.